listening to the original geek show episode 28 i am of course your host nick the renaissance man helms and uh, i'm not alone to get today guys because you know this is a seventh episode so if you're a regular listener to the show you know that of course i'm not alone it's kyle it's kyle it's it's kyle <laughs> but that's not all it's not just kyle i'm not here with just kyle it's not just me and kyle who who else is with me Oh god damn it. Okay, here we go. Oh, oh, what is up everybody? It is the host with the most from the greatest Tokusatsu podcast in the entire world. Common sense. That is right. It is Drew. <laughs> it's Drew but taller. <laughs> oh jeez. That was good. Did what are you waiting on that? Now <laughs> I saw my opportunity. I took it. I'm proud of you, Kyle. I'm absolutely proud of you. That's right, guys. Nathan is here as well. So not Drew. <laughs> We're not. We don't allow Drew. <laughs> on this damn show. Drew's gonna listen to the podcast. He's gonna be like, oh, <laughs> just kidding, Drew. Show anyway. I don't want to. I don't want to be on your show. Your show sucks. It's not crypto. <laughs> I'll make my own original geek show with blackjack and hookers. You know what? Forget the original geek show. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. It happens. All right, guys. Well, we're going to get into this. We got a nice lined up episode here for you. We're going to talk about some things. Uh, you know, we're going to get into some horror stuff because Kyle's here. Right. And that's what, that's what we do when Kyle's here. Uh, just to make Kyle happy. Just to see his sweet smile. Uh, I put some horror on the show. Uh, so let's get into that first. So starting out, we're going to talk about a little movie that just came out to Netflix this past Friday. Today, by the way, is Thursday, April the 21st, um, which yesterday was 420, if that's what you're into. Um, and <laughs> Today is National Surprise Drug Test Day. That's right. Uh, you know, a lot of places don't even... Uh, don't even care about doing drug tests anymore. Uh, I know wow. that uh, at Dollar General, um, they stopped doing drug tests. For, uh, really? Yeah. I, um, I can't say what my job is, but uh, I haven't been drug tested since the day I was hired almost six years ago. So yeah, we're supposed to be at our job. We're supposed to be randomly drug tested. I don't think any. And I know several people that work there that partake in the devil's lettuce. Uh, We're supposed to at my job as well, um, randomly. But that's as far as I know, no one's ever done that. So, but I guess the opportunity is there if they need to take it. Um, But anyways, uh, but when this episode comes out, it'll be Friday, uh, BT Dubs, because crypto comes out today. Um, I don't think I should put them both out on the same day, but. Though, if I did, maybe I'd get more listeners on my show if I put them in the same status. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Uh, but last Friday this, on Netflix... This might be the most popular episode of uh, 
original geek because i mean we had nathan on crypto and you saw how much that one blew up yeah too I'm bad nathan good. i'm y'all's good luck charm man yeah too bad those numbers can't carry over to your own podcast though Oh, <laughs> okay in my defense in my defense in my defense currently uh it, currently because i'm not advertising where i probably need to be advertising mm-hmm. so, so, trying. so it's it's I, i'm gonna change that i'm gonna change that because i know for a fact twitter and tiktok would be my guaranteed areas to try to reach out to um, people that 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 are into uh, the niche genre that is is, is tokusatsu, so uh, it's uh, it, it's only not it is only not going or going as well as we would hoped because the majority of our advertisement goes on Facebook, and there is a very 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 small percentage of our accumulated uh listener base that we know that that are into it uh shout out to our number one fan though sean litton love you Uh, i wasn't listening our number one fan (laughs) kyle our i heard heard sean's name that's about all that i got from it our Uh, number one fan kyle sean's our fan get your own uh, I think he started talking about My Little Pony or something. I I phased out. <laughs> Soon out. I, 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 we could turn this into the we could turn this into the the, the My Little Pony edition. I will discuss it. <laughs> Save that for your late night talk show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So anyway, a, Netf- a Netflix movie came out uh, called Choose or Die, and so we're gonna talk about that a l- little bit. Um, did either one of you check that out on Netflix? No. Nope. Nope. I'm so I'm so behind on on everything being released right now. It Thanks, because I have lost over half of my days off, so I'm working on a very tight schedule. Yay! Which is why me and Lorna are going to kidnap you and hold you for ransom. Poor cow. I, I'm not against it. <laughs> the kidnapping. The I am completely against my work schedule right now. Yeah, I mean, like you should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, Choose or Die uh, came out on Netflix. And so this basically is about a broke student who plays in um, this obscure 1980s uh, survival computer game. Kind of like, uh, you know, those games was just all like words and stuff. And it's like, which way do you the want to go? Your own... Left? Huh? Yeah, the yeah. choose your own adventure ones. Yeah, kind of like that. And so apparently there's this unclaimed $100,000 prize for playing the game, uh, for beating the game. So as the girl starts playing it, she did realizes that she's not uh, just playing it for the money, but for her own life. And what happens is, is that when she starts playing it, by the way, Robert England does the voice of the person in the video game, which was really cool. And uh, really, so, yeah, so that's pretty cool. You never see him on screen, obviously, but uh, yeah. he's like the he's like the game voice so basically what she notices happening is that what is saying on the screen is happening in real life so like when she starts playing it she's in a diner and then it says uh on the screen it says uh cake or uh coffee and then as she looks in front of her the menu just says cake or coffee and just a bunch of spaces 
And then mm-hmm. those, so she put types coffee and then all of a sudden the waitress just appears right beside her and starts pouring the coffee in the cup. Uh, so whatever she types actually happens. So it's a, it's a pretty uh, good movie. It's about an hour and 40 minutes or so uh, about her playing this game and has to go like every day it's around, around happens. And so basically like bad stuff is happening. Um, and she, there's more history to the game and why the game is doing this and what happens, who's doing the game, who's doing the game. There's someone behind the game technically. And right. so uh, basically with the, at the game, the more that the player suffers, the more that the, the game is called cursor. And the, the more that the player suffers, the more that the cursor benefits. Uh, so it's a, it's very interesting in in the nature of the game and in the movie itself. And basically, besides Robert England, I didn't really know anyone else that was in that's in the movie. Um, the people that were actually in the movie. Yeah. But uh, I, 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 I forgot this movie was coming out. Yeah. I mean, the trailer looked awesome. Um, I, I talked about the trailer on a few episodes ago and it looked really great. And um, when the movie came out, a lot of people gave it some bad reviews. I saw like pretty bad, not bad reviews, but like mediocre reviews. And I really enjoyed the movie. I, I thought it was really good. And I definitely highly recommend it, especially if you like horror and stuff. But I mean, I, I mean, I don't know why people didn't really like it, though. I thought it was an interesting concept. So I, I don't really know, nor do I really care because I really don't care about other people's opinions. No, not against. <laughs> oh, well, in the sense, I like to make up my own opinion, you know? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that Nathan's gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Zoom crashed on him. So oh, okay. I, I sent you a message to set and say and reinvite him. Oh, reinvite him? Yeah. I, I was trying to be stealthy, but. <laughs> oh, well, all he should do is just click on the invitation. Uh, I don't know. He said it crashed on him. That's the last I heard. Oh, uh, yeah. That's what he, he sent me a message to. I don't get notifications. Anyways, um, I definitely highly recommend that movie, though. Chooser, Chooser Die on Netflix. Um, I'm going to give it an 8.5 out of 10. Um, but I definitely think that you should watch it. While Netflix is still a thing. You want to talk about Netflix shady practice for a little bit while we're waiting on Nathan? Sure. Uh, you can go ahead and, uh, uh, since you mentioned it, you can go ahead and open up with that. So Netflix is doing this thing where they are raising their price continuously without adding anything good on there. And now they're practicing. It's like early stages, if I remember right. Your login is connected to your IP address. So anytime you or someone with your login logs in somewhere that's not that IP address, you'll get charged for it. So is there like a price on that or like an extra fee or what? I I think it's like a, uh, I think it's a straight up price. I don't remember what the price was, but I do know that Netflix has already lost like 200, 200,000, 200,000. And they're predicting at least double that by the here very soon. Like it's plummeting. I should be, I guess I should be nervous because, uh, 
I use my grandma's uh, Netflix. <laughs> I want my. I have my sister's login, but I haven't been on Netflix. After a, after a, I binge watched Witcher, I haven't been on Netflix until the next season. Yeah, because Castlevania is done. Yeah, well, I watch you know pretty much new stuff that comes on there for the show for first impressions and stuff. So, right. What happened to his screen, <laughs> Nathan? I think Buddy? Zoom. Cr- Zoom crashed on him again. <laughs> oh my god! Maybe he should try from his phone. Jesus. Uh, yeah. So, listeners, we are having some little issues with keeping Nathan here. Yeah, I know. It's, for those, uh, for those two very people, Lovecraftian. For those two people that are very upset about not hearing Nathan's voice, we're trying to get him back. So, Shit! there he is. Hi, Nathan. Know. Testing one, two, freaking god. Be speaking to whatever on because it sounds like it. <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever. Okay, uh, there you are. You, you're good. That's hey. good. I'm so glad you're here. Yeah, we don't need to see me. We just need to be able to hear me. You hear echoing. You sound weird, but we're glad you're here. <laughs> I hate my life. Hey, so Nathan, do you cho- do you share Netflix with anyone or what? Uh, I think I do actually, and I did hear about they're supposed to be uh going after people who are sharing and all that kind of stuff. And my message to you, Netflix is a defiant. Come at me. There we go. Well, because it was like what? Not even last year they were encouraging people to share passwords and stuff, so everyone would stay home. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you're, you're getting, getting you're getting you're getting something. You're getting something. Netflix came for him. You're getting Netflix <laughs> took him out. What's that dude's name? Whatever. Uh something Hastings, is that his name? Uh the guy who owns the who owns Netflix just Yeah. Took, <laughs> took him out. It's all being owned by Elon Musk. That's what it is. He's buying everything. Oh god. Oh, oh there look at you are. Testing, one, two, all right, cool. All right, we're working with a better microphone. Kind of sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it's, it's been a long morning already. It's all good. Uh, but, yeah, so Netflix, uh, not only uh, they're doing that, they are raising prices and stuff. So who, who knows what happens with Netflix? Man, I really am concerned about what I'm going to do for first impressions in the future. He might just be getting just everyone else, like HBO <laughs> Max and Amazon and Hulu and stuff. First impressions from now on. I, right. mean, I mean, but I barely use them. I got a huge. I mean, Amazon. Amazon. I mean, Amazon Prime's got a ton of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know anything about most of the stuff on there. So. Fair enough. I've been I've been, I've been meaning to try Invincible, Invincible. So. You haven't watched Invincible. Look, when, when I, say I say I'm behind, behind on things, things I, am I am very behind, behind on things. Well, the next Ash, thing that you should watch should be Invincible. Yeah. Ash Sean, he is threatening to shoot me in the kneecap if I don't continue if I don't continue One Piece. 
just yeah that's okay sean will be all right just watch invincible next that should be your next thing invincible so good so good i'm actually i'm, I'm rewatching, re-watching archer <laughs> why are you re-watching stuff when you got new stuff you haven't watched because, because i never just be a comfort show and yeah, yeah, Archer, Archer, Archer very, very much is a comfort, comfort show, but in my defense, in my defense, um, I did not get to watch anything after Archer Vice. So Dreamland, Noir, all those different versions, I never got to watch them. So I'm definitely gonna. Uh, I, I was definitely excited to start that. I really want to know why you're echoing. Like <laughs> it is so straight. If you could hear yourself. I, I, I can't. can't. That's, That's the thing. thing. I'm, I'm using, using my, my Turtle, Turtle Beach headset. headset. Um, I, I should not. I, I should not be using. Yeah, yeah I'm not, not using, using my, my webcam, webcam uh, microphone, microphone. So I don't know. It's, it's echoing, echoing on your end. end? Yes, like yeah. it's. You're coming out like echoing, like you're talking inside, like a like a big ginormous gym. <laughs> And you're the only one in there. <laughs> Weird. And you're talking on a loudspeaker. Because <laughs> uh, I'm using my gaming headset microphone. Oh. <laughs> Let, me Let me see what, what happens, happens if I use... I'm totally leaving this all in the episode. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Three. Better? Worse? Same thing. Same. Same. I don't know. Maybe you have to log out and log back in or something. <sighs> okay. There. Yeah. Try that. Try that. We'll, uh, we'll just give him a second, though. Yeah. Just give him a minute. Uh, we'll give Eddie a minute. That's what <laughs> his name says. Um, let's see. See the next thing on the list requires nathan <laughs> well let's talk let's go let's skip ahead let's skip ahead okay hey are you in here twice now shouldn't be oh, oh okay we can hear you cool nathan why don't you go ahead and talk about horizon what oh boy oh boy okay so i just got done finishing horizon forbidden west i've still got some side quests to do um, I am going to give my first impressions on the game. I'm going to remain as spoiler free as I can, um, for Nick's sake, because he hasn't, uh, he hasn't finished the game yet. And I'm not that kind of jerk that will spoil things. Um, I have those robot dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Kyle. No. Um, I'm removing a good noodle star <laughs> from Drew. <laughs> I'm glad you remind me. I got to put a star up for, new- for Drew. I forgot all about it. Did you? Hey, whoa! Did you give me mine? Did you give yes. me mine? Okay, good. Got good, yours. Good, good. Okay, I damn it! I'm gonna make sure I get mine. Um. Anyway, so going in on the game. Um, okay, Drew has his. It starts off pretty much right where you leave off uh, in the first game. Uh, you have just defeated Hades. Um, you have uh, I'm pretty stopped sure that's the extinction. War, <laughs> <laughs> you have stopped the extinction 
of uh you have you have stopped the extinction you have uh rebooted gaia uh everything is all hokey dory and all this kind of stuff or but then it's but then it's not (laughs) but then it's not because you find yourself you, you you do find yourself months later uh there is another crisis going on there's this um degeneration uh, uh, they call it uh, they call it the blight. Uh, plants are withering. Uh, people are getting sick. Animals are dying. Um, there's 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 food shortages starting to appear. Um, things are just are are just getting crazy. Um, and, and and that's as far as I'm really gonna go as far as story is just kind of like your little preemptive intro now going into um gameplay and all that kind of stuff it plays similar to the first game but it it definitely feels like uh guerrilla games and and big shout out to them because in in the world in the current gaming world that we live in it's all about quantity not quality and there are fewer and fewer uh, full complete games that are being released they're they're getting impatient and they're launching them and then there there's patch after patch after patch after patch download after download um to finish their product add content fix bugs all this kind of stuff and call me old-fashioned but i i remember when we didn't have that kind of stuff i remember when it was if you bought a get you would go to the store you would buy a game if it was buggy it was buggy you just had to deal with it looking at you skyrim you glorious bug-filled masterpiece but in this that's every that's every bethesda game it really is um also it's not a bug it's a feature also really quick if you have twitch prime uh, you might want to hop on it now because they are giving away, or if you go to Twitch Prime, you go to your rewards, you can redeem Game of the Year Edition, Oblivion, and fun fact, I discovered this yesterday when I downloaded it, you also get a copy of Arena and Daggerfell, which are the first two Elder Scrolls games. Mm-hmm. So, three games for free, Twitch. Anyway, tangent, this tangent's over with... Um. Maybe, probably not. It really does feel like Guerrilla Games, though, uh, uh, listened to their player base uh, and, and improved upon a lot of the mechanics. The combat mechanic, they added combos. Um, there's a lot more ways that you could beat an opponent now. It's not just as straightforward as shooting a ton of arrows at them or going ham on them with a... With a um, a spear combos. Now you could uh, strike them and then literally launch yourself off of your opponent in midair and then just fire, like fire an arrow at them from midair. Like the combo, the the combos are awesome. You, you can do it to, to, to uh, people that you're fighting. You can do it to machines. Uh, And speaking of machines, who you rage against them. Yeah. Absolutely no. They they they, they've uh, (laughs) they they have added more machines, uh, and and man, I remember first playing playing the first Horizon game and coming across my first Thunderjaw. Thunderjaws were terrifying until I learned how to beat them, and now they've got things that are that are scarier. 
And I didn't think that I didn't think that was possible. I I played a little bit of the first horizon. Which one's Thunderjaw? Is that the T-Rex or is that the Sabretooth? That's the Thunderjaws. The Sabretooth is the uh, Sawtooth. Yeah, Sawtooth. That's actually one of my complaints um, for Horizon Forbidden West. No Sawtooth. There is no Sawtooth. I just now realized that whenever he said none. Wait a second. None. They 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 had they they had Ravagers. Um, they brought back Rock Breakers, which I was really excited. Um, they've but some of the new machines are just freaking awesome. The Slither Fang. There's a there's a uh I'm pretty the sure giant a... the giants the giant cobra the slither fang oh yeah the slither fang there's a also one that looks just like the Loch Ness monster <laughs> oh uh tide rippers yeah tide rippers okay like, tide... that, I was like is that Nessie like <laughs> tide tide rippers are actually a little bit scary because I wandered into an area where there was like three of them and I was like oh I'm in danger. <laughs> like it was not good. They've got uh they've got one called a uh uh a slaughter spine. The the names of the machines are awesome. That's I was about to say that's a dope name. It's a it's a spine it's a spinosaurus and when I tell you it makes the freaking thunderjaw cuz the thunderjaw was scary because it's like it's armed to the teeth but the slaughter spine is a different kind of scary because it seems to have not really as much firepower but the firepower is more diverse as far as how it attacks you <laughs> like does it's the, does the spine like is it like a big buzzsaw or something please please tell no, me that no no i'm I sorry hate it. i'm sorry uh there's one that's pretty scary called the shell snapper it's just a gigantic snapping turtle I was about to say that sounds and like it's cool. it's it's comical because you know you know old school Nintendo games when you're fighting something and if it like burrows underground it spins. Yes. God. It rotates as it comes underground, but then you don't know where it's gonna pop up out of, and it'll fly out of the ground. And it just kind of does a slam attack on you. At least with rock breakers, you kind of had an idea of where they're coming from. <laughs> But uh, the, the diversity of the machines are awesome. Um, once again, it's it's there's 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 people also that you could go against. I'm not going to tell you the context of why you're fighting these people, um, but it, it's just good. Like there's more weapons you can use. They've added more weapons. Uh, one of the cool things that they've added is uh, it's called a, a spike thrower. And it's basically a, a spear launcher, and there's different kinds. And my favorite, of course, is the one that you throw and then it explodes. That's the one I use all the time. <laughs> and then they've, they've, one big thing is they have upgraded the skill trees as well. Oh, yeah. The skill tree is nice. The skill tree is like, because like there's so many different routes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they have upgraded it. And then they've upgraded the gaming difficulty. Like the first Horizon, I played it on, like I think the hard difficulty, and then this one I actually had to boost it down a little bit because I was getting one shotted by freaking burrowers, which were Forbidden West version of the Watchers. Um, Watchers and burrowers are supposed to be fodder. 
No, I was getting damn near one-shotted by them. And it wasn't a matter of get good, Kyle. They're just better. <laughs> he took the words right out of your mouth. I, I, you were about I wasn't to say, say anything. <laughs> Liar. Yeah, but man. Yeah, overall, yeah. overall, my rating for this game, if you're looking for a solid game with a great story and really good gaming mechanics, um, Horizon Forbidden West is it's 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 a 10 out of 10 for me um it got overshadowed because it released right before elden ring so when you're done with elden ring give horizon a try it's it's definitely worth it yeah for sure i'm I'm gonna hop on everything you said and just back you up on that and just it's just such a great game Uh, i'm still playing through it um the story and it's just this story is so amazing um through better it's so much better they improved so much on the first game it's just incredible the world the world looks better yeah it does and so because the first one it's like they kind of like couldn't do too much because they had that uh i guess spoilers for the first game (laughs) in the first game so if you haven't played the first game they're in a post-apocalyptic earth so uh but you don't know it's earth to like the very end of the first near the end of the first game and so then in the second one, they're able to, you know, go on to more to show you that it is Earth. And so there's like cars and stuff and random places and different things. And you get to see different local locales from uh, Earth back in, you know, w- the way it would be today uh, to see it in that world. I'm um, looking forward to the third because they, they left the second game with a cliffhanger suggesting we're going to get a third. And just recently, one of the devs was like, yeah, we're getting a third. You're, you're, you guys are going to get a third game. Um, the first game was cool because I kind of looked at the geographical area and I was like, okay, so we're kind of like in Utah, Colorado, uh, potentially Arizona, areas like that. And then the second game, we're, we're heading all the way through Nevada, California. And and they really built up on that world building. And you're right; it, it definitely you can definitely tell this is uh, post Earth uh, human civilization. Because I mean, things like the Golden Gate Bridge, mm-hmm. uh, Las Vegas, Las Vegas, yeah, Las Vegas is beautiful. And the way they futurized Las Vegas to mm-hmm. give you that glimpse of what our past looked like in that game, but it was still very futuristic. Yeah, it was like our. Like, fu- our future, the player like us, would be our future, but it's the game's past, and so it was just incredible. So I'm just saying, if like years down the road, our Las Vegas looks anything like theirs used to be, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's it was really cool. Um, but yeah, so thanks so much for uh, talking about the game. Um, really, definitely recommend uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Absolutely. So. All right, so let's move on. So a teaser trailer uh, came out this week. And uh, Kyle, I'm going to let you uh, discuss a little bit about the teaser trailer because I always like to leave it to you to break down things for me whenever you're here. So <laughs> Okay, so we finally got a teaser trailer for Love and Thunder. And <clears throat> it looks so good. It opens up with a scene of Thor running and like you get to see child Thor, then classic suit Thor, which I thought was a cool little detail. 
uh, Thor from the first movie, and then uh, I think current Thor. Uh, then it shows him doing a. Uh, we're getting an '80s montage of a uh, uh, in-game Thor going to be back to Chris Hemsworth muscle Thor. <laughs> I just want to point out Thor's hat said "Strongest Avenger." Oh, like, did it? I, when yeah. he was doing the chain, when the when he's doing the chain, when he's doing he's the Force Gump, hat. it looks like Force Gump. Yes, <laughs> his hat says "Strongest Avenger" on it, which. I, I want to know where he got that hat from. He had it made. That's what it was. He, had he it made. left Earth as soon as they were done with Thanos. So Five Bucks says that after that trailer was released, you can find that hat on Etsy. Oh, I hope so. I'm going to I'm going to Etsy right now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Thor's kind of taken a life of peace. He doesn't he doesn't want to fight anymore, and it it was really. I'm not sure if I like it or not. It's really uh, similar to Thanos' story. Because you see, like, after Thanos wiped out half the universe, he found a place to kind of sit down, relax, and watch the sunset. And that's what Thor was doing. They said, did you find did the you hat? Did you find the hat? Bro, it's a trucker hat, and it's awesome. <laughs> they're, not, they're not cheap, but, I mean, it's Etsy. But, like... <laughs> no. Yeah, that's it. Strongest Avenger. Oh, I'm gonna make so many bad purchasing decisions. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, Thor's kind of taken a life of peace. Uh he meets up with a space pirate, which I don't know what character. I don't know if that's like an original character for the movie or if that's someone from the comics uh and then yeah he just kind of hangs out at olympus for a little bit uh and then at the end of the teaser we get to see jane foster as uh mighty thor with a rebuilt uh mjolnir and i don't know if that's the Jane Foster we're used to or if that's a variant because I hope it's not a variant. Everything's a variant now. <laughs> I hope it's not a variant. I hope that I, I hope it's not a variant. Um I think something give us, so, give us comic book accuracy, please. Yes, please. I want her to have cancer. I okay, so here I've already that's, figured that's this out. Jesus Christ! Oh Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> In the comic book, she had cancer, and that's how yes. she became Thor. I know, but still. Don't clip that. Don't clip that. Hold on. <laughs> because the reason why is because it's comic book accurate, and also you can tie it into the MCU because she had the aether in her. Yeah. Okay? That's some radiation, right? Oh god, yeah. Oh, so that's okay. how she got cancer was because of having the aether in her. Okay. Like I, I fully believe that uh because of the affinity stones and the two snaps on in-game from Earth, that's how they're gonna explain X-Men just suddenly start popping up is all that radiation oh. in the air is gonna start activating people. I disagree. My theory on that is what went down in No Way Home. Oh yeah. Uh well, we have to see what happens in uh, Multiverse of Madness. 
We really got to oh, see what happens. Oh, that's very soon. That's oh. fifteen days away. Like uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go see that movie just so like I can be on an episode for the original geek to just mark out about <laughs> we, that. We might have to break the seventh rule for that one. That's fine. Yeah. I was like, there's no way I could wait unless I just drop an episodes like three a week, two a week or something just to make sure that I hit that. Unless, unless it's not it's not considered original geek show. It's some sort of spur of the moment hype uh, hype podcast, kind of like how I did with the first impressions of the Slipknot concert. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So like a, like a special, just like a NH Media podcast? Just NH like- Media presents the Multiverse, Multiverse of, Madness. of Madness. Yeah. Okay. Know. We could do that. And then we could have other people on there. Yeah. Between Kyle and a Princess Leia outfit. I don't know. I've got one. I mean... <laughs> Uh, some of the other things so in the trailer besides uh was the guardians of the galaxy uh, yeah uh, i don't think they're gonna be in the movie much i don't think they'll be in the movie much either um i'm putting money that uh we're gonna get the 80s montage and then when they show thor walking away from the battle and the ship flying off that's going to be the Guardians abandoning him because he didn't help in the fight. I don't think it's going to end on good terms. It's going to be straight up abandoning him. So because- here's here's my question, though. How is this going to tie into Guardians 3? Because I was assuming uh, we would get as Guardians of the Galaxy. That I think that- uh, Guardians of the 3... Guardians of the Galaxy 3 will pick up right after that scene. I think when they leave Thor that they're leaving to go find Gamora. Yeah. The the um not their Gamora, the other Gamora. The 2014 Gamora. The, yeah, 2014 Gamora. Yeah. I I I want because she wasn't she wasn't in the trailer. She's not there with them. No, I mean and obviously obviously it's just a teaser and there's there's not really much you can do but speculate. But I'm really definitely hoping we're going to get some, uh, um, God, I can't remember that word. But essentially, we're going to get some plot before. I mean, because obviously the Guardians are going to be in the movie. And yes, it's not going to be that big of a, of a thing. But I, I definitely want some storytelling between what happened with the Guardians and Thor yeah. uh, post-Endgame. Post because we, I have, we have no idea how long this takes place after Endgame. No, not really. No. Okay. Um, I got something. Oh my god! To go into uh, after. So after that scene of when they leave, he's standing over there by Korg, right? But yeah. if you notice, there's like a big space in there's the, le- a in the giant left. There's a ginormous the space, side. and that's just kind of weird. Um, but you know how Marvel is with trailers. It seems they edited somebody out. <laughs> mm-hmm. so my- oh, remember, remember the, the the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer where they yeah when Lizard gets hit by the shadow, <laughs> yeah <laughs> by the invisible force. You didn't know that. Uh, you didn't know that Spider-Man had the force. He could had force powers. Uh, uh, I must have I must have missed that issue. Which one is that? Superior Spider-Man number three hundred eleven. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's okay, cool, exact cool, one. cool. You forgot. Okay. Is that the one you missed in your collection? Uh, was... I'm missing that one and Ultimate Spider-Man 69. Got it. That's nice. a good one. 
all right. So speculation time. Who do you think is edited out of the trailer? Beta Ray Bill. Beta Ray Bill's mine. <laughs> Beta Ray Bill's mine. It better it's, be Beta Ray Bill. It's fucking time we got Beta Ray Bill. If they we have a fourth Thor him. movie with no Beta Ray Bill, I'm going to riot. <laughs> they keep teasing him. I want Beta Ray Bill voiced by Keith Davis, damn it. That's, a, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I don't think... Uh, I, I, I agree with you guys on the Beta Ray Bill, but it's obviously not going to be a Thor movie without... Yeah. You know, you know we're going to either get mention of him or we're going to see him, or something like that. It is not a Thor movie. It is not a Thor movie without Lo- each other. You know what? I'd be okay with that. I would just be like absolutely okay scene, with that. You see, like Thor flying off the sunset, and then you see Loki in the background just walking past. They just they keep missing each other by a second. <laughs> I think the biggest thing that I'm excited about because the the the, the teaser trailer was was absolute hype. Yes. And given the feel of the given the feel of the trailer, the music, uh, what they showed us, the energy level in which it was presented, obviously this is this is a Tycho film. Yeah. Yeah. And so speculation aside, there's 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 one guarantee. There's one guarantee. The move actually two guarantees. One guarantee is it's it's gonna have a really good story. It's gonna have a great story because Taiko, he's phenomenal. But that soundtrack—that's some, that's some James Gunn level song soundtrack. It really is. It really <laughs> is. I was actually a little bit concerned because I was like, "Is this a Guardian trailer or is this a Thor trailer?" Because I see Thor, but I'm hearing Guardians. You're hearing Guns and Roses, and you're like, "Hold up, what movie is this?" <laughs> yeah, like, but, 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 like. I mean, it's going to have that 80s. It's going to definitely have that 80s, 80s soundtrack. Um, Jesus Christ, man. My big, my, my best, my favorite thing right now, my favorite thing right now with, with, with this is they have put so much work into fixing Thor's character. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I didn't care for Thor's character in the first movie. I did not care for his character in the second movie. Um, I didn't care for the second movie at all. <laughs> I know the second movie was bad. It was really, really bad. Um, but then we bring in uh, 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 Ragnarok. And it's just like. It is a completely different character. It's an absolutely completely different character. Like. Uh, Tycho has just he, he is he's changed the character he's made him likable um he's actually made him better as a character uh as even as far as abilities go because the first two movies his abilities were so limited so limited then you bring Ragnarok it just that's more and, and then and then his, and then you know, you carry on from Ragnarok to his intro in Infinity Wars. Oh, that was the best scene of that movie. Look, between Endgame and Infinity Wars, I don't know what's a better intro the Thor intro in Infinity War or the 
MCU intro. The portal scene? Yeah, the portal scene. The the Avengers Assemble scene. I'm I'm gonna give it to Thor because Avengers Assemble got slightly ruined for me. Because he whispered it. And it's like you got an army behind you. Only two people are gonna hear you. Oh, what the hell? Screamed it. Yeah. I okay. want a full-on Captain America shield up in the air. Avengers assemble. That's a. That's Did I cheer a, when I heard it in the theater? Fuck look, yeah! Look, Fuck there was still. there was only one individual in that mass of 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 characters that needed to hear that. The one who could have soloed Thanos. Howard, Howard the duck. The duck. <laughs> Howard the duck. <laughs> Nick gets it. Nick I don't like. It. I was like, if he doesn't say Howard the Duck, I'm gonna slap him virtually. Also, if Howard the Duck isn't in Guardians Three, I don't want to see it. <laughs> he, he should. Those are those are my demands, James. Well, they had him in what the what, that What If episode, so I imagine yeah. that he'll be in Guardians Three. Oh man, I, there's so much potential right now for for the MCU that. We're never going to, like, I, I hate it when people say he, superhero movies have gotten stale and all this kind of stuff. Because it really hasn't, because there's so much content. And they're doing so many different types of movies now. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's, it's it, because now it's, it's, they did the Avengers, right? And now they're establishing the universe. The Avengers was, the, the, the story of the Avengers was 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 just kind of like it was not even a foundation it was just an introduction that was the prologue yeah that was the prologue all of it now i wish the prologue had been a little bit better looking at you iron man movies but look iron man I, 1 was good iron man <laughs> 1 was good look iron man, right iron, iron man is one of my favorite avengers iron man 2 pissed me off because I love Whiplash, <laughs> and they ruined him for me. Oh, don't get me started. Iron I Man 3 and the Mandarin? Iron Man 3 and the Mandarin? Hey, they <gasps> kind of they made up for that. In we the- got to make up for that one. <laughs> they made up for that one. <laughs> With the one shot and then in Shang-Chi. They made up for that one. But we got the make... best line of any Iron Man movie in that movie in Iron Man 3 though when he's holding up the gauntlet the guy's like look they're all just weird I just work here <laughs> <laughs> that's the best henchman ever so wait 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 is that that's that's that must be Nick's defense line for us when somebody goes Oh, the people you got doing your podcasts are... Uh... I just work here. <laughs> They're all weird. <laughs> They're all so weird. If anyone just comes to me with a podcast idea, I'm like, sure, whatever, <laughs> whatever, man. You're good. <laughs> Go ahead. It's, I mean, it's content. Nick's over here. He, he, he's trying to establish his empire. It doesn't have to be built off of uh, <laughs> strong fundamentals. It just... <laughs> uh right. but once, no, 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 once no, no. the empire is established then i just get in the stronger people and kick out the the old ones the weaklings the weaklings I'm waiting oh, execute order 66 <laughs> 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 no um oh my god oh that was something 
Man, that was something we could talk about. That was something that we could talk about. It's Star Wars related, but uh, anyway, because uh, it, it is new news. Uh, but going back to it, you know, like, yeah, no, we're, we're establishing the Marvel. It, it, the, the, we are officially establishing the MCU. It is no longer just about the Avengers. Um, we've got we've got these Disney Plus TV shows. Uh, we're having these solo movies. Um, we're we're taking characters that that have already been established and we're making them better. Yeah. Um, and we're we're starting to get introductory into new characters and new ideals. Um, I never would have thought that we would get the Eternals. That's actually really cool. Um, I would like to see another shot at the Inhumans, a better shot at the Inhumans. Uh, just because, just because I really love Black Bolt as a character. Yeah. I've always been a fan of Black Bolt. Hey, is, is uh, Black Bolt going to be a multiverse of madness? I kind of hope so. I kind of hope so too. Because he's in the Illuminati. He's in the Illuminati. I kind of hope we get him, like just him. We don't need the others. No one Just else. him. I think the multiverse of madness is going to be the big film that starts opening the floodgates of everything that Marvel comics has to offer. And I mean, everything X-Men fantastic Four, uh, the in inhumans, everything. Um, I don't believe, uh, <sighs> I mean, obviously, Fantastic Four just needs to be completely retconned. Um, just, I, I, just I, will go, I will go out on a limb here and say that what we established with First Class is strong, and we could still go with it. Um, just act like I, the Dark Phoenix movie didn't happen. Yeah, really. I mean, <laughs> I mean, look, it I, was... I will say the last Fantastic Four movie, I would let them keep if that Reed Richards became the maker. I just don't want to act like that movie even exists. So as much as I like it. The way they did Dr. Doom, one of my favorite (laughs) villains, it's just bad. Dr. Doom wasn't in that. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, Doctor Doom in the, the the original Fantastic Four movie wasn't that great either. So, but I mean, he was, he was better. But Julie really, McMahon was. Well, it was better though. Yeah, <laughs> it was better, but he wasn't that great. Like Julia McMahon made that role though. <laughs> he was a, no, 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 no. He was a fantastic Doctor Doom. He was, but the way they did Doctor Doom because Doctor Doom is a is an amalgamation of 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 science and sorcery. Mm-hmm. Like it's like if you combined uh, Doctor Strange and 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 Iron Man, like, and then put them together, like it's it's science and sorcery. He is the he is the emperor of Latveria, like, and he cares about his people. He like, really he's does. Great, he really he's a bit does. of a dick to him, but he cares. He's a dictator, but he's a good dictator. Yeah, he, <laughs> he's a good ruler, at least. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit about the rest of the world. But I mean, you come after his people of Latveria, like I mean, he's kind of like Black Adam in that sense. Yeah, yeah. That's not what to mention I was just about to say, not to mention Doctor Doom is kind of a powerhouse. This is like true. I mean, the dude, the dude literally ripped the skeletal structure out of Thanos. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> yes, yes, people. Thanos doesn't just exist in the MCU and has gotten <laughs> destroyed in the comics by many, many people. One of whom we will talk later on, uh, talk about later on. One of who, well, two of who was New York police. There is a comic panel of Thanos just getting arrested by New York police. <gasps> it is one of my favorite panels. Oh, okay. So, 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 Kyle, you mentioned, uh, you, you, you caught, you mentioned Reed Richards earlier. Um, yes. I, I will see I will see your Reed Richards want and I will give you the counsel of Richards. Yeah. Because multiverse of madness. So obviously, obviously we could introduce the counsel of Richards there. There's Reed a Richards, lot we can introduce. Reed Richards from every established universe, all of whom have an infinity gauntlet. Oh my god. <laughs> all of whom. Okay. All right, we got to stop you on this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, no. I hate, because of Loki, I hate everyone saying, well, this character is going to have an Infinity Stone in this movie. The Infinity Stones don't matter in any other universe now. If you're they're not done. in your own universe, they're just a paperweight. Thanks, Loki. You well, no that's, that, no, that's actually always been a thing in the I comics. I know, even. but I still hate it. The only good time that came out of that is when Darkseid found it and his minions like, oh, well, it doesn't work in our world. And Darkseid's like, oh, well, screw this thing. then. I forgot about that. That's the only good time that rule ever comes to effect. God. Oh, my God. Give me an entire movie about Thanos versus Darkseid. Deep cut. Deep cut. All right, guys, let's let's move on. Uh, we got our Marvel will cut us our checks, I think, for talking enough about them. Well, I do have one last thing, and it's okay. real quick. Uh, I'm really glad that Thor Love and Thunder poster has broken away from doing the floating heads that every fucking Marvel movie poster has been doing. It's such a good poster! It's, it's a great a poster. poster. And, and they did the a Jane Foster one. And they did a Jane Foster one. So yeah. Like I need, I need oh. like that poster, that movie poster screams, put it on the side of a van. Mm-hmm. That's a good and idea. I just I'm so tired of these floating head posters that every movie is doing. Like Jurassic World is doing it. The last Star Wars movies I've been doing. I'm so tired of it. It has no creativity in it. And, and a lot of them look the exact same. Thunder comes out. And it's like, yes. No, it, I mean, this, this, this movie poster, they're like, you know what? We want to have an 80s theme style movie. We're getting an 80s theme style movie poster. You want to know what that poster kind of reminded me of? Big Trouble in Little China. Yes. Now that was a movie poster. <laughs> Good one. Okay, all right, let's... now we can break away from Marvel <laughs> for now. All right, so we finally got a release date for a show that is nothing like the MCU. <laughs> and that was a release date, finally, for Shorzy, which yeah. is the spinoff of a show that we all enjoy, Letterkenny, that you can watch on Hulu. Uh, we've talked about it on the show before. There's like so sh- 12 seasons or nine seasons. 10 seasons. 10 the 10 mm-hmm. okay there's 10 oh yeah there's 10 seasons then there's one season of little kenny yeah right. and, and little kenny is just kind of like 30 second to one minute shorts yeah. 
It's adorable, yeah. though. <laughs> uh, so Shorzy is a character that has been on Letterkenny uh, since the beginning. And mm-hmm. we never we never got to see his face. Um, but now he's getting his own show, um, which is coming out on May 27th. Man, there, what else is coming out May? Tw- isn't there something else coming out May 27th? I can't remember what it is, but there's something coming out May 27th. Um, I don't think so. Yeah. Something that I can think of. Something's coming out. Oh, Stranger Things uh, season four starts May 27th. Um, mm, I need to watch it. I, I really need to watch it. I did not get into Stranger Things. After after listening to the original Geek Show, I went ahead and decided that I'm probably going to try to give Stranger Things a, a a fair shot. I tried to give everything a fair shot, so I'll give I'll give Stranger Things a fair shot. I, I gave the first season a fair shot, and I did not care about anyone except I kind of cared about the sheriff, but everyone else I just couldn't bring myself. And my older brother's like. Well, they talk about D&D all the time. You should like it. And just because you talk about it. If you talk about something. So good. It's like I talk about D&D all the time, but. They talk about something. You should like it. Exactly. (laughs) They talk about about something you like. Therefore, you should like it. Mm -hmm. They kind of mention it every now and then. Okay, millions of people talk about Star Wars. I love Star Wars, but doesn't mean what they talk about is interesting to me. Star Wars is terrible. <laughs> I mean, you're entitled to your opinion. My wrong opinion? No. <laughs> it's not no. wrong. I mean, no, I love... Don't get me wrong. I love Star Wars. I, I hate the fan base, but I love Star yes. Wars. And, yeah, I mean, like... But it, it's... I'm not going to say all of Star Wars is terrible. Well, like, no, here's, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. We have evolved. We have evolved in the world of fandoms. Because when somebody says they love something, right, they probably don't mean just the source product. They probably also mean what has been created by the community as well. Look at um, actually, yeah, no, look at look at Star Wars. Look at Star Wars, man. Um, I mean, it started with like a rinky-dink film that George Lucas thought it was gonna flop. He immediately started working on his next movie, which wasn't even Star Wars. Uh, he shot pretty much most of the scenes in a basement. Uh, and it turned into just this gigantic powerhouse. And, and, and it really had nothing to do... Um, by the time the sequels were... By the time the prequels, rather, uh, were finished, it was no longer about the story of Luke Skywalker people just started creating and, 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 and because of that, like it, it just, it became its own entity outside of the source material. People yeah. started getting creative and creating their own things. And that's what I love about fandoms uh, and groups in general, because like, it's the same thing with Lord of the Rings. It's the same thing with D and D and D has, has evolved beyond the uh, vision of Gary Gygax. Uh, so but uh, going back to 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 Letterkenny, going back to Shorzy, <laughs> we're getting a Shorzy show, and I get to talk about it because I'm excited about it. I'm very excited about it. Um, yeah, no, we never got to see his face. We got a glimpse of it at the uh, ending 
of 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 uh the most recent season um it was a really great scene now up until that scene it was pretty much confirmed just because uh people aren't stupid most of the time (laughs) it was pretty much well established though that jared uh jared kiso uh the voice or not the voice but the the actor that plays uh wayne um was the show huh yeah and creator of the show oh yeah yeah creator definitely he he was shorty um there have been several times where wayne has done a certain voice and it sounds very much like shorty's iconic voice uh it is very iconic uh anybody that listens uh that that has listened to um the uh misfortune dnd podcast um they 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 i you you'd have to be absolutely stupid to think that whenever my character thok uses vicious mockery that he is not embodying the spirit of anyone other than shorty uh and and shorty is now getting his own show and we got to see what he looked like um he, he, he i mean it, oh my gosh it's jerry kiso surprise <laughs> <laughs> But no, I, yeah, no, no, he looks good. And, and it was, it was, it was a clip. Uh, it, it, and it was classic. It was classic Shorzy. Um, and, and it, it, I mean, it doesn't even take that clip to set the precedence of what the show is going to be like. Um, especially if you have watched Letterkenny. If you haven't watched Letterkenny, it's probably going to go over your head, but it's going to definitely still be enter- It's definitely going to be entertaining. Yeah. But if you have watched Letterkenny, you you know exactly what you're getting yourself into. Uh, it's going to be a lot of back and forth, um, a lot of a lot of uh, the iconic phrase "fuck you, Shorzy." Yeah. Uh, but one thing that I hope we actually get from this show is I want to see more hockey. It is. It's like it's more. The show is hockey centric. So like Letterkenny was like Letterkenny is there are 5,000 people in Letterkenny. These are their problems. That's the show. There's hockey in it, but not really that much. This on the other hand is about a hockey player. And And so I'm, I, yeah. And a new team. And I am looking forward to seeing more hockey. And and seeing how they're gonna how they're gonna do this, um, and going from the trailer, this is a hockey team that sucks horribly. So yeah, I'm willing to bet it's all about Shorzy rising them up and making them better. So we're gonna see a lot of hockey. And, and so and so this is gonna be a sports comedy, and sports comedies are kind of hit and miss. Yeah, yeah. But 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 given who's making it, I have high hopes. Saying, yeah, um, apparently he's moving and that's why he's on a different hockey team. So I'm wondering if he's not going to be in Letterkenny anymore. I don't think he will. I think uh-uh. we might see him for a quick FaceTime with uh Jonesy and Riley or something like that, just, just to keep the whole bit about their mom going. But I think that's going to be it. Yeah, I think there will probably be definitely nods to his time in Letterkenny, his time with the Fighting Irish. Um, but 
this this takes place this takes place after season 10 mm-hmm. uh i was actually thinking it might have been like a it, it might have been like kind of like a prequel before you went to let before you got to letter kenny but it's it's after the trailer i was like no this is post uh this is yeah. post season 10 so this is going to be interesting um out of every character they chose to have their own spinoff though they chose the perfect character <laughs> <laughs> they chose the perfect character <laughs> oh my god but um i honestly my my expectations for the show is i kind of hope they don't try to lean on letter kenny and they try to make it its own thing little yeah. couple nods here and there maybe a cameo or two obviously it's got to be a cameo or two but I want to see them make it its own thing and not just be kind of another generic spinoff. Yeah. Spinoffs tend to lean on this the the source material to to get their success. And I don't know. I think this character is just too good of a character. I really mean it when I say they chose the perfect character. This character's too good of a character for them to try to lean on the source material to to carry the uh carry the spin-off. True. Why, why is your arm up? No Kyle. <laughs> no Kyle, you can't have a ba- question. No bathroom break. What's the question? Well, no, first Lorna says hi to you too. Hi Lorna. <laughs> also, Lorna wants to know if Nathan liked the commercial from common sense uh she would have known that if she had read the group chat where i said no lorna you can't give uh give us everything that we desire <laughs> you didn't you didn't message me about that one so i was like i didn't know he, didn't he, message me either. He, he went straight to the D group chat where lorna was he's like i know my target for this time <laughs> I, I I personally think I I think the interruptions are great. Oh yeah, I love them. I, sneak I'm them really in. Sneak great. them in. Sneak them in. Give everybody a reason to giggle. Put the podcasters on suspense, where it's like, okay, is it going to happen? To your is own it... ep- you got to like listen yes. closely to your own episodes, just because I like... actually do though. I actually do though. Like I listen. I don't listen I, to mine. I do. Like I do. I do not really so much like as a as a narcissistic thing. But same kind of way that I I replay some of the clips I uh, clip from like uh, Apex or something uh, to just kind of like listen to it and give myself like criticisms like this is how I could be better at at this job. So I absolutely love hearing myself talk like which is weird because I kind of hate how my voice sounds when recorded but I love hearing myself talk about something I'm passionate about. So it's like, it's a really, it's a big love hate relationship. You're such a narcissist. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm also so humble and beautiful. But yeah, going back to, going back to Shorzy, uh, Shorzy's coming out. uh, Yeah. May 27th. Um, it's it's gonna be it's gonna feature on uh oh dadgummit I had the name of that the, the Canadian media Crave channel. TV yeah uh but but the day after it'll be on Hulu it's um actually going to Crave May fourteenth okay. and then it's not going to Hulu until the twenty seventh for some reason almost two weeks later probably so they can look at it and 
censor it some sort of way. They better not censor it. God, they better not censor it. Maybe just because it's new and they're that's why they're taking a two week gap or something. I don't know. That's it's a weird. Maybe they're trying to judge uh, reactions. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Letterkenny has a strong fan base, and so yeah. like it, it's crazy because like I didn't think I would like Letterkenny because. I- I didn't think I'd like it either. That's why it took me so long to watch it. <laughs> exactly. I didn't think I would like Letterkenny. Like, I love Trailer Park Boys. And Letterkenny just always kind of seemed like it was a different sense of humor than Trailer Park Boys, even though it's all Canadian-based. And then TikTok actually had, like, a scene from, I think it was season nine. Because, like, at the time, whenever I started watching Letterkenny, it, season nine was out. So that means... Being that I'm caught up, I just it, it, it was crazy because I was I was I mean the seasons are kind of short, but yeah. I was I was binging Letterkenny. You, you can binge a season really quick. You can binge a season in just like three hours. So yeah, mm-hmm. I was binging Letterkenny, and the I, I, se- think I got into Letterkenny right before or right around season seven. Because I think that's when uh, both of my brothers got into it and told me I needed to watch it. And, yeah. like, I, I spent one – I think I spent one one full day just watching seasons one through six, getting caught up. And I was like, this is amazing. And then my stepmom tried to watch it, and she thought it was the stupidest thing on earth. The crazy part is – the crazy part is, is we that, live in this – the crazy part is is we live in this we live in this time where as far as humor goes everybody does whatever they can to push the envelope and then here you have something that just is naturally funny Mm -hmm. they don't try to push the envelope they don't it's just naturally funny it's stupid jokes it's gross humor at times Mm But it's not on that level that Family Guy tries to do or South Park tries to do or something like that where it's shock shock and shock value uh, humor. It's just naturally. It's just I, I've naturally tried funny. watching a little bit of the recent Family Guy and I just it's horrible. Like it's just, even even Trailer Park Boys tries to they it feels like they try. Yeah. When they really don't need to because the the the, the actors have amazing chemistry amazing chemistry but letter can he just i don't know they they've got it down they they've got it down that's why i've got such a huge ex uh, huge expectation for 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 shorzy and i don't have any feelings that it's gonna let me down i i really don't think it's gonna let me down if it does i will be surprised but i just don't think it will it's gonna be so good it's gonna be so fucking funny Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to move on, guys. Um, so uh, there's a new Squirrel Girl. Uh, Marvel is putting on a new Squirrel Girl Squirrel Girl uh, thing. I've seen that a, three times fast. Yeah. God, I can't, I'm horrible with saying Squirrel. Uh, it's a podcast. Uh, and the voice of Squirrel Girl is Milana Vantrub, uh, who d- does the voice of Squirrel Girl on the Marvel Rising animated series. And she was also going to play her in a live action show that was canceled um is written by ryan north who did like a big uh squirrel girl 
comic book series in like 2014 or 16 or something like that. That's when the it really became she became popular. Um, and let's see, it's made by in conjunction with Sirius XM. Um, it's six episodes, um, and it follows her as she uh, goes to Empire State and starts a, her own radio show. And so the Squirrel Girl Unbeatable Radio Show is what it's called, uh, the podcast. And it's supposed to have um, in future episodes like Iron Man's going to be on an episode and then um, Spider-Man's supposed to be on an episode as well. And which we were going to mention it on the show. And uh, then I found out when reading the article about it that actually the first episode is now available. And uh, I listened to it, and I'm going to talk about that on the next episode. Uh, but Kyle, what did are you a Squirrel Girl fan? Or I didn't know anything about her for a while, mm-hmm. and then uh, I don't know how she appeared on my radar. Like she's just one of those characters that I, I think I heard an internet thing about or something, and she just kind of appeared, and I'm like, all right. <laughs> Squirrel Girl, okay. Yeah, and, I, I I honestly just like heard of her before, like the name, yeah. like the past couple of years. But it was like nothing that I knew anything about until I listened to the podcast today, and I was like, okay, now I'm gonna have to learn more about Squirrel Girl. So, like, I, I'm going to listen to the podcast tonight when I'm heading to work. Uh, I've got it downloaded, ready to go. But it's just. She's not a character I knew much. The only thing I've heard about is uh, she can beat Thanos, but so can just about everybody in the in Marvel. Apparently she can beat Doctor Doom as well, um, according to the I found out today on the show when I listened to it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to have to learn more about her, apparently. Um, Nathan, so, are you a Squirrel Girl fan? Do you know anything about Squirrel Girl? I absolutely don't know anything about Squirrel Girl. Um, Same until today. Yeah, I yeah. Well, okay. So I know of I know of Squirrel Girl, right? Uh, but as far as powers, um, story, anything like that, not really anything. I, I I'm pretty much new to this as you guys. Uh, I do know that she beat Thanos, and everybody laughs about it, and it's funny, and it's quirky, and it's cute, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I know she was on uh, some big cartoon with uh, was it Spy? It was an all female. Yeah, it was the Marvel uh, Marvel Rising. That was the Marvel Rising. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I think that's the trailer from that show is the most I know about her. I think my kids have that Marvel Rising, and they've seen that, so they probably know about Squirrel Girl. I should ask them today when they get home. Yeah, uh, be like. Do you guys know who Squirrel Girl is? All I know is that she has like a ginormous squirrel tail and apparently can talk to squirrels like Aquaman can talk to fish. So that's pretty much all that I knew about her. So I don't I don't really know what kind of power set she has other than she can talk to squirrels. But I don't know how that makes you defeat Thanos. So I'm going to have to really look at that. Well, think about it. Who all thought Ratcatcher was going to defeat Starro? This is true. Okay, you got a good point. <laughs> okay, I did a Google search. The origin of Squirrel Girl is she was bitten by a radioactive furry at a convention, and that's how she got her powers. Bullshit! <laughs> you just made that up. You just made that up. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I absolutely did. 
<laughs> and I was like, no. <laughs> oh my god! I was fully on board, ready to look it up. <laughs> To anybody in the furry fandom that uh that that hears this and gets pissed off about a joke about the furries, sit the fuck down. I am one. <laughs> but remember, Marvel does have a furry character with a uh, good boy. I think. Ah, uh, yeah, good boy. It's either good boy or best boy. It's a girl that turns into this big buff blue wolf, and she like I she refers to it as her persona and everything. I. I think it's good boy. I, I think um, it's good boy. Yeah. I'm going to have to write down that thing that Nathan said and use in the ripoff season too. <laughs> character the radioactive furry. That gets bit by radioactive furry. Yeah. Oh good, goodness. Goodness, Silva. Yes. All right. Well, um, we'll talk. I'll talk more about the Squirrel Girl podcast next week on my first impressions. Um, but I can't tell you this. Go listen to it. You can find it on Spotify. So yeah. Uh, so that that that's kind of a spoiler to what I may be saying about it next week. But uh, I 30, 37 minutes, I believe, was the first episode. Um oh, that's moving on. So does, does everyone know who Ezra Miller is? Uh, I was dreading this part. I wasn't because this is going to go down a whole rabbit hole. Uh, let's not try to be there too long but ezra miller who you might have seen in the who's playing the flash uh in the flash movie um and he's in those uh, fantastic beast movies um he uh, was ezra miller goes by they them we, we gotta be we gotta be sorry, some right. kind of uh, yeah we gotta go they, them. i knew that and i wrote it down i just did not see that uh so they were arrested again um because uh, they were just arrested in Hawaii like a couple weeks ago, and not even a month ago. Yeah, yeah month ago. this is this is actually their second uh, arrest in yeah, Hawaii. So they, they just got arrested again. Can, can I break down the arrest real quick? The sure, two arrests? because it's pretty funny. I'll let you do it. The you first arrest was because they got upset for people singing at a karaoke bar. <laughs> no so lie, they. They like got mad at one person and then they assaulted another person who was taking them out of the karaoke bar. And then the second one from what I've heard is they went to a party, was asked to leave. So they threw a chair at a woman and busted her forehead open. This, I think she was like an older lady too. I think she was an older lady. Yeah. Was uh, it an older lady? Because I thought it was like a twenty-six-year-old. Okay, give me get, give me a second. Give me a second, because I I actually have I actually have um I actually have something pulled up. For or was the person. older was the older lady part of the first incident? Okay, okay. So so as far as the incident goes, um, let's see. The first incident took place uh, about less than a month ago. And uh, it, it was it was it was March twenty eighth, um, so it was yeah very much very fresh still like three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, there was some karaoke going on and all this kind of stuff. Um, he grabbed the microphone from a twenty three year old woman. He was yelling obscenities. 
Uh, he later tried hey. to go after about a third, a 32 year old uh, man. Sorry about that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I got you, homie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Miller was asked to calm down. Uh, Miller wasn't having it. It's freed on a $500 bail. $500 bail for like essentially $500 bail? A, a, essentially yeah. aggravated assault. $500 bail. Must be nice. $500 Must bail. And, and so he had to pay 10% of that? So he had to pay 10% of that? Oh, but when... Oh, but when I get found naked in a Walmart bathroom after a three-day Chipotle bender, I'm charged with disorderly conduct and disturbing the peace on a $5,000 bail. Must be nice. Just remember, when Thor throws his hammer, he's serving justice. When I'm doing it, I'm drunk and need to leave the playground. (laughs) I'm actually the Home Depot. <laughs> $500 bill is literally 50 bucks. So, so the second, so the second incident is, uh, yes. second incident is, is, uh, the, the victim was a 26 year old woman, uh, in which they were struck in the head with, uh, a chair causing a cut, uh, Man, I'm older than I'm older. First of all, I I did not realize I was older than Ezra. I actually thought uh, they were maybe a year or two older than myself. Well, that means I'm older than (laughs) them. Uh, But (sighs) so we know what happened. This is this is the thing, though. Um, I doubt they'll ever hear this i i I really doubt that they'll ever hear this um but ezra if ezra ezra if you do please 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 because i mean i'm going to be real here like i didn't know who you were until i watched perks of being a wallflower and Um, i thought you were phenomenal in that movie and so when i heard you were going to be our flash i was excited and I defended you, and I was like, no, give them a shot. Ezra could pull this off. And I wasn't disappointed. Like, I, I really was not disappointed in how you looked in the suit and how you portrayed the character. We won't discuss the running. <laughs> um, Where is our flash that Naruto runs, damn it? We won't discuss the running. But... I'm a firm believer of, 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 look, you need to get your shit together or we're going to find somebody that can fill your spot. AKA Grant Gustin. We absolutely have Grant Gustin. And Grant Gustin Gustin is technically a part of the established DC universe, thanks to Ezra Miller's cameo. Oh, oh, we're going to talk about the established universe here in a second. Uh, I'm really hyped for that discussion yeah but like this is this this needs to be a wake-up call because i mean look what happened to bam margera he 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 was given his shot um and he made the decision to 
you know, keep, um, keep enabling his, his uh, keep enabling his, his alcoholism and, um, and, and, and despite, you know, his cast members trying to help one of whom was massively into substance abuse and is so much better like having got help and 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 living clean and all this kind of stuff and and you know we saw what happened he wasn't in the jackass forever film i i would love to continue seeing you as the flesh ezra but if you can't figure it out and you can't get help and you can't get your shit together i mean there will be there are consequences there are consequences and i don't want to see that for you but at the same time if it happens man and i i use that i by the way i use that term i use that term very gender neutral because that one's very that one dude and bro have become very gender neutral oh yeah everybody is dude if if you if you know anything about good burger i'm I'm a dude he's a dude (laughs) he's a dude anyway but i just i want to see more of ezra just because of their relationship with Jason Momoa. Because all the behind-the-scenes stuff, they are buddy-buddy. They were hilarious together in Peacemaker. Like, I'm hoping, I'm hoping Jason could, you know, be that, be that person yeah. and be like, hey, let's get you some help. And then uh, I mean, freaking look at and I, I can't think of his name and I feel horrible. The kid, the guy who plays Cyborg, their buddy-buddy. Ray too. Fisher. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, for some reason I was I was thinking their name is Victor Stone. I'm like, that's not right. And that's it. That's me. his name. That's Cyborg. Yeah. You know, it was like it was like really crazy because like You're when the wrong. first when the first incident happened, right? It really caught me off guard. I was like, no, not that Ezra Miller. Yeah, like it, it really did catch me off guard. I was like. Mm. You're not talking about that, Ezra Miller. And then I looked it up, and I was like, "No, why?" Like it, it, it came as a shock. Like I expect it from like from 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 like I don't know Ben Affleck, but I don't. Well, hey, you be nice to Affleck. I look, look, look. <laughs> My introduction to Affleck was day was 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 days to confused. And it took me a long, and also I was a young, impressionable child. So it took me a long time to, to see Ben as, as anything but the asshole-ish character that he portrayed in that film. Wonderful movie. But uh, <laughs> I, actually, I, have, I, have a, I actually have a huge love for Affleck. Um, yeah. And I think he was a fantastic daredevil, but that movie was shit. The movie was shit. The, the writing director's was, cut was good. The writer, the writing was so awful, but the casting was actually Michael Clark Duncan as the kingpin. Like what? Mm-hmm. It was so right, good. Man. It was so good. So good. Such a good movie. Uh, Colin Farrell. I can't stand Colin, Colin Farrell. I can't. I've never been able to like him. I've tried to like him. Um, I have heard watched he, the Batman yet. No, I have not. I, look, I get it. <laughs> He looked good as the penguin, but it's Colin Farrell. It, it's the eyebrows. <laughs> you don't have to worry about those in the. You don't have to worry about the eyebrow situation in the ping as the penguin though. 
Look, Colin, why do you choose to have those eyebrows? <laughs> you can get them fixed. You can get them fixed. Why do you, cho- you choose to do this to spite me? <laughs> just He's the like, just, just the, I, I can't try. It's the eyebrows. He's like, passion in it. He's like, <laughs> fuck Nathan. Adds more, adds more Rogaine to his eyebrows. <laughs> I could be having the greatest day ever. Boom. Picture of Colin Farrell and his eyebrows. Instant bad time. Well, now I know what I'm going to start sending you. You have given me ammunition. Oh, listen Farrell. Here. Listen here, Bush's baked beans. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> hey, Kyle, you got anything else to say on the Ezra Miller situation? No. Uh, just, well, okay. Do we think uh, his movie's ever going to get released now? I don't know, because they were already... It you know, was already, there was already those is, it done, is it done filming? It was, I think it was. And then well, I don't know. They, in, uh, then probably, yes. I think they were going to do reshoots because they pushed the movie back until like yeah. it was supposed to come out this year, like in June or, or November. And now it's coming out in like June or July of next year. Next year. Because mm. I, but because a lot of the ones we were supposed to get this year got pushed to next year. But I think either Shazam or Black Shaz- Adam got moved to this year. No, Black Adam's already coming out this year. Shazam, I, Aquaman, and Flash got moved to next year, and Shazam got moved up to this year. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping and, there's going to be some changes to Aquaman, but we won't discuss that. Um, <laughs> as far as Flash, as far as the, the Ezra Miller Flash goes, I think if, if Ezra takes this as an opportunity to get themselves some help and do better, then there's a shot. I would hate to have to hear that they're going to have to refilm that entire movie. Who who knows what they're gonna do because with the new company, I was about to say we need to get on that one. Yeah, new company taking over and stuff like that. Yeah, I've got a lot to I've got a lot to to say on that as well. Yeah, Um, all right. I'm gonna skip the next thing I have written down and just wait on that because I don't think it's necessary for that. So move on to the Warner Brother Discovery thing. So Warner Brothers and Discovery have merged (laughs) together. Um, and which is a whole story. Let me go time. get a drink real quick because I feel like this is going to be a long part. This is going to be a long one. <laughs> so uh, they've uh, merged together, and which is a story in itself. Um, and but the one thing that I wanted to focus on because once that that you know they became like a huge the deal and everything like that because I mean technically we could talk about if they're going to put their streaming things together or what. Kyle's coming back. I was just trying to. Uh, go longer uh the one thing they want to do is they want to revamp dc comics um and this includes um which they're saying includes getting more films kind of like joker and stuff like that and uh in that vein and then also making more video games um with soup you know with the dc superheroes to you know bolster uh dc comics so i got two questions from here and so the first uh, question is, what DC hero or villain do you want to see get a movie? Now, who wants to go first on this? I think everyone knows exactly what I'm about to say. I want my fucking Constantine movie. <laughs> <laughs> I've been begging for it 
I want. And because of the Batman, they know dark noir movies still work. Give me a noir Constantine movie with Matt Ryan and give, give Keanu Reeves a taxi driver cameo or something. But damn it, give me my Hellblazer. I was about to say, you got your Constantine movie. No, we don't. <laughs> Keanu did that already. <laughs> yeah, Keanu did it. I mean, like, there's nothing that we can don't be talk done about now. That. that one did it. <laughs> okay, as so much bad. hate as I give that one, it's not. It's not awful. It, it killed was, an afternoon. It was good if you don't know the character. It's a good idea. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's it's good if you don't know the character. It's it's the same thing that me and my wife have argued about regarding the Percy Jackson films. I know the oh. source. I know the source material. I know the books. The movies were absolute fucking shit. Yeah. Um, the new one on Disney. I'm excited for it. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. Um, hey, that discuss, kid's awesome. We will discuss it whenever it releases. Um, but Keanu Reeves was given a role to a character that not many people really knew about. Outside of the comic, outside of the comic books, and they did. They made something. Uh, they definitely made something. They made a movie. They made a movie. <laughs> they made a movie. It's they called Constantine. It's called Constantine. <laughs> So yeah, there's that. But no, I, I agree with Kyle. Like um good one. But I don't think he is an introductory character. No. No. I, I really think DC. Look, I, I love how Marvel's doing the connected universe, but it DC shows is... that it's really hard to make lightning strike twice. DC so... DC is trying desperately. Because the only one that replicable to uh, keep up with that is the God is the monster verse with Godzilla Kong because we're supposedly getting the next Kong movie is recording over in uh, Australia, right? But we had DC try over and over. We had uh, the dark universe that started with Dracula untold until that one bombed and then it started with the mummy until that one bombed with Tom Cruise mm-hmm. yeah that was so bad it was so bad just redo it just re- look do a reboot give us Brendan Fraser. Fraser give us Brendan Fraser everybody wants Brendan Fraser <laughs> okay so here's the thing it's about timing it's, it, it is about timing and it is about execution. And DC has not been able to... The reason why the MonsterVerse or the reason why the MonsterVerse did so well is because it is... And, and Kyle, I need you to... I, when, when I say this, when I say this, please yeah. do not take offense because I'm not, I'm not belittling it and I'm not berating it, but it is not as big as the comic book universe. How dare you? No, it right. is not as big <laughs> as the comic book universe. Therefore, it is easier to replicate the Marvel formula. Yeah. With DC, if they were going to do that, if they were going to do what Marvel would did and replicate the Marvel formula, they should have done it a long time ago. The reason why DC has not been able to execute it 
One is inconsistency in storylines. That's the biggest one. That's the biggest problem. But the other issue is with a universe as massive as DC, you should have been doing this a long time ago. Yes. I think they could still I think they could still do it. But here's what they need. They they need they need a Kevin Feige. They do. They absolutely do. And another thing they could do. And they need to be willing to put in the time. Because what was it? Iron Man to Avengers was how many years? Several. Several. Yeah. And then it was Man of Steel. And then the next movie had Batman, Wonder Woman, Cyborg, Flash, Aquaman. And it's like, no, no. Then they did Justice League. Put the yeah, time in. Yeah, and 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 going to that movie. <sighs> that felt like they just wanted to put they just court. they just wanted to put so much into it. They wanted to they wanted to introduce characters, they wanted to give us um they wanted to give us character development for everybody, they wanted to do this, that, and the other, and they it was just executed. So poorly. Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice was definitely not an introductory movie. Uh, um, damn it, what's his name? Doomsday had no business being in it. Lex Luthor could have been a good bad guy for it, but was done absolutely terribly. Like, like, And it had nothing to do with Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg is a phenomenal actor and yeah. actually could have been a great choice for Alexander Luthor. It's just his character was very jokery. This is true. This yeah. is very jokery. Like I it just it, it was it was weird. Obviously, the Martha joke um had nothing to do with the casting. Uh Ben Affleck and 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 um Henry, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill, Henry Cavill just man. So Henry Cavill. Look, I, I'm gonna be one of the few people because I, I do not like Superman. I don't. I do no. not like Superman. I don't like his character. I hate. I uh, it's it's kind of why I don't really care for Captain America. I do not like the overglorified Boy Scouts. Don't get me wrong. That doesn't mean that I like their polar opposite. Because at yes, whenever I was younger and a lot more edgier and stuff like that, obviously Batman. But now that I'm older and a little bit more mature, I understand Batman more as a flawed character. Uh, and I don't under I, I don't look at him as this oh Batman solos everything because he's Batman. Batman is the world's greatest detective. He's a great character, but being honest, he's boring. There, I said it. Crucify me, cancel, cancel me, whatever. Just I don't feel cancel like the show. Don't cancel. No, the don't show. don't cancel the show. <laughs> don't cancel, cancel the shows. Me. Cancel cancel me. Look, but I mean, the thing is, is like, as far as comic book universes go, there are better characters with better, uh, with with better better stories. Uh, to answer Nick's question. I'm not going to ever see it because he's not that popular of a character, but he is my favorite superhero, Booster Gold. Oh my god, that's my that's mine. That's mine. Wait, wait, wait. That was my that was my play Booster Gold. There's only one right answer. Do what? Who do you want to play Booster Gold? There's only one right answer. The guy who played him in Smallville. No. Wrong. You are wrong, sir. The Miz needs to be Booster the Gold. The Miz could it. be the Miz could be Booster Gold. I would totally oh, it. Okay, yeah. I don't know though. I don't know though because 
I don't know though because we're getting booster gold in uh Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow and it's it's uh the guy from Scrubs. Yeah, what's his oh, name? Yeah. Phazon or whatever. Yeah. Donald Phazon. Yeah. You better get that name right cuz if Jeremy hears you say anyone from Scrubs name wrong, he is going to come after you. What is he going to do? Come to my cookout next Friday and fight me? <laughs> I hope so. I hope so too. Uh, <laughs> throw that out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, no, booster Gold is definitely, they're be... not going to do a Booster Gold movie. But but. As a, no, probably not. But as an introductory character in the cinematic universe, give us Martian Manhunter. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. Martian Manhunter is a great character. He has a great story. And really, it's, it's very feasible. Um, the thing is, 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 is this is an opportunity to kind of, I mean, I hate, I hate saying it, but this is kind of an opportunity to wipe the slate clean and start mm-hmm. over. Which I think they're going to do with flash. And, and yeah. And, and the cinema, the, the, the CW, the, what the CW has established is actually really solid. Mm-hmm. It, it, use it as a starting point, use it as a starting point. I mean, you already have two Justice League characters that have their origins well established, as well as a well well established development. Grant Gustin's Flash and Stephen Amell's Air. Can you please can you give me somebody that will argue with me that that Stephen Amell's Arrow doesn't belong in the DC Cinematic Universe? I'm gonna I won't argue against that. Find me somebody that can they can play him better because I can't. He's good. I want, my cocky, I want my cocky green arrow, not my Batman knockoff green arrow. Okay, Kyle, I will give you that. <laughs> I will give I'm you sorry. that. When your show is like, oh, this is the green arrow show. Now featuring the famous Batman villain, Firefly. And next week, the Batman villain, so-and-so. And then the week after that, the Batman villain, so-and-so. It's like, all right, come on. Be honest, I know though. Arrow doesn't have that many villains. I was like, Green Arrow doesn't have, uh, who does Green Arrow have as villains? <laughs> I mean, y'all, can, yeah. y'all can try with some, there's other characters to rip off for a little while. <laughs> He's only got like Merlin and Vertigo. That's it. <laughs> I mean, fair yeah. enough, but fair the enough. Assassins really came out of nowhere. Fair enough, but like Green Arrow aside. Yes. With, I, I got with, my punching bag. I got my with, punching glove arrow. I was with, happy. With the, the CW Flash. They gave us a cornucopia of bad guys and characters as well. They did very good with the Flash. Still do. They got they got my boy King motherfucking Shark. He looked good. Oh Mm -hmm. my god, he looked so good. Oh my god. And they had and they had Gorilla Grodd. I never thought I was going to see Gorilla Grodd live action on a TV show of that. The Gorilla Grodd was. I was actually very pleasantly surprised, but you want to know who I was more surprised about than anybody. Not just the fact that they, not because they had the character, because he is one of Flash's nemesis. Nemesis. I think, I think someone did on TikTok. I think it's Nemesis. 
Nemesai. Nemesai. Okay, he's one of... Okay, I'm going to quit trying to use big words. He is one of Flash's many bad guys, many villains. They did Captain Cold remarkably. They did. Yeah. They did. The, the, the acting, the actor choice, the, the character portrayal, the look. So, so good. So good. Lorna pointed something out. We were, Lorna, Drew, and I were talking about this the other day. Uh, Heat Wave? I didn't realize that was Dracula from Blade Trinity. Yes. I, I had no idea about that one until they pointed it out. And I had to look it up. I was like, what the fuck? Wow. Yes. I, it was really Heat good, Wave, Heat yes, Wave was, was done really well. Captain Cold was really done really well. It was phenomenally well. I God, Captain, just every every episode that had him in it, I was gold. just enthralled. Gold. In, enthralled. I love his character and how the actor portrays him. So sassy. Yeah. So sassy. Wentworth Miller's pretty amazing. He's uh, just he's such a good actor. Yeah. Oh gosh. All right. Uh so since we both said booster gold, I guess we're good to move on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did have another movie one. Real okay, fast. go ahead. The Joker movie did pretty good. I think a Clayface movie would be amazing. Like we if they took it following more the story, Batman villains. Like if they took it in the story from the uh, animated series, where it was about the struggling actor. Like I, and you could just have different. Uh, hold on. If we're going to do a live action version origin story type like that from the bat the animated series, Arkhamverse, Arkhamverse, uh, Arkhamverse. I was going to say Mr. Freeze. Yes. Yes. Can we please get a Mr. Freeze redemption? Just a come on. I am tired of the joke. A heart of give ice. Mr. Freeze. Give us a heart of ice. Freaking live action. Okay, cool. Let's do this. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. 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 If like a legit this, Mr. Freeze, not that. If we're one. doing this, if we're doing this, if we're doing this, I want to see live action Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah, yes. that's a good one. That is still one of that is still one of my top favorite, like top favorite animated Batman films. Mask yeah. of the Phantasm still to this day holds its own. Yeah. It is it is very rewatchable. Now give us now give us live action. True. <gasps> Good. Warner Brothers Discovery, listen to me now. Give me live action Batman Beyond. Yeah. That would be good too. All right. Let's move. Let's move on. Uh okay, so what about video games? Is there a person video game? I have four. You four? I, I want to hear this. I, I want to hear four. this. I have one, and it's a trilogy. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Let's go with four. Okay. Okay. And they are in Descending Aura. It's like the first one is the one I kind of want to happen. They're ascending. Like ascending, ascending. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the first one is, of course, Injustice 3. Okay. Set, yeah. set after you pick Superman's side of the main story, where he becomes the dictator he uses brainiac's device to take control of batman locks up supergirl i want that story and just because i was talking to drew we need plastic man in that one he is such a big part of the comics well we can need- i can i comment on this yes they did that with what it's called injustice versus masters of the universe 
You, just keep talking. I'll be back. Yeah, I hadn't heard of that. I'm going to have to look that up. Is that a game? I think it's a comic. Oh. Uh, the next one. This one's a... Injustice versus Masters of the Universe, the comic series that came out after Injustice 2 came out. It follows what happens if you picked Superman uh, and what he does. And then he goes, they get help from, they go to Eternia and get help from He-Man. This sounds like a a fever dream, but you're holding up the book. (laughs) Uh, No no lie. The next one, this is a dumb idea, but I love it. A Dead by Daylight inspired game where four people are playing as random goons and one person is playing as a member of the Bat family. No. No. Oh my God. You know how how scary that would be? I would love that. No, no, because everybody who plays the member of the Bat family will choose Damian Wayne or Jason Todd, and I don't think my anxiety can handle that. I'm ready for it. I, I want that. You're trying to mind your own business doing crime. Next thing you know, you see Damian Wayne scuttling on the ceiling. He man gets the power of Shazam in this book. <laughs> oh my God. This... this- the more you show me of this, the more I'm convinced this is a drug-filled rage. I'm sorry, comic. you said He-Man gets the power of who? Shazam. No. I... No. After Superman okay. takes the after Superman takes the sword. You cannot allow this. Cannot <laughs> allow this. <laughs> That's a good game, though. Uh, your good game. What's this? Your next idea? Sorry, I've, I've ruined is... I've ruined y'all's day by making. <laughs> No, no. I I need to get this comic and read it. Uh, The next one is just copy-paste of my movie. I want a Constantine game. But that's not my top choice. I I want you to picture this. Picture an open-world game where you play as Lobo traveling around a planet to stop a dictator only to realize the dictator is Bizarro, and he got into that position because of a bunch of like weird circumstances with the way he talks. Okay, so that game already exists. It's called Brutal Legends. <laughs> <laughs> what a throwback. Jack Black is so glad that you brought that up. Oh, yeah. Look, yeah, we're just- apparently getting a, a sequel to it, and I am happy. Oh my god, seriously. Uh anyway, what's your first one? No, that the Lobo game is the first one. That's his number one. Did I miss one? Yeah, there was three? the uh I said a Constantine game, but I said oh. that it's pretty much a copy paste of my movie idea. So I, I just okay. want more Constantine. Okay, I guess that's the one I missed. The Lobo game's the number one. But yeah, um because I don't think Lobo gets enough gets enough love. He doesn't. He's he such a cool, he's such a fun character. I Chris, hated what they did at the start of New 52 with him before they brought back good Lobo. Chris and Crawford just, is typing. Oh, Lobo needs more love. He's a fun guy. He's a guy that can stand toe-to-toe with Superman. He ride, he made his own color. He likes dolphins. What's he's not the, to love about this guy? He's the main man. He's the, the main, main man. man. He's the main man. Uh, well, you got one, Nathan? Because uh, I got one. 
I video games are tough are, are tough because it's not as it's not as as it's not as simple as as a film or an animated film or even a comic because video games rely heavily on player interaction and so if you do a video game you have to do it right now if you're wanting to do i mean we could do something like a fighter and and go off the injustice formula and create something kind of like marvel versus capcom except for it's just except for you it's know, just DC and He-Man, I guess. <laughs> I mean, think about it like this. I mean, you could do a fighter where it's it's <laughs> it's made by the people that do Mortal Kombat and Injustice. It's made by NetherRealm, but it's just a bigger it's just a bigger list of characters that you can play as. Yeah, just not using the Injustice storyline. It could create something completely uh, original. One of these days, we'll get our Marvel versus DC fighting game. I, I pers- to me, I personally like the Arkham games. Yeah, same. I would like to see something done in that style, but with different characters. Give us, give us a Teen Titans game. Give us a Teen Titans game that plays like Arkham. Yeah. Um. I'm very interested in the Suicide Squad uh, Kill the Justice Justice. League. I'm very interested in that game and not because Samoa Joe plays my boy King Shark. I'm I'm very (laughs) I'm just very curious because I'm very curious because DC games they're very few and far between and they're very 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 hit and miss. Um, I remember back in the Nintendo days where where games nope. like that were were very popular um but they weren't but that was just because the characters were popular it wasn't super story driven and i'm not talking about this the, the failure that is the 64 uh superman, superman game superman game because God. i mean or Atlant- or aquaman battle for atlantis yeah i mean everybody knows everybody knows everybody knows those games were bad everybody knows those games were bad but do you remember the the the, the justice league game that they yeah. had for the original Xbox. I That's mean, like kind of like a Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. The Ultimate Alliance games were fantastic. Yeah. They really were. Um, not so much the third no, ma'am. one. Not so much the third one. No. Um, the, the third one they got lazy with. And the I third one that. they very much got lazy with. Uh, the first two, though, were, oh my God, they were so good. Uh, and they, they very, they educated me on characters that I didn't know existed. With that's how that was my introduction to Moon Knight and Deadpool was yeah. the first yeah. Ultimate Alliance game. You know what? The Deadpool game, the Deadpool game was really good. Uh, give yeah. us, uh, give us a game in that kind of style, except for uh, with um, I don't know who would fit that. Who, who as a character would actually fit that formula? Uh, they have one. I can't, I think his name is like Toolbox or something. They made him as a Deadpool knockoff. To try to ship with Harley Quinn, but then in the story they just kind of became BFFs. Hmm. Like I think his name is Toolbox or Toolshed, something like that. He has the full red and black costume, a kind of healing factor, breaks the fourth wall. It's, and they made a they made a video game or no? He's a he's in a uh, Harley Quinn comic, and he's kind he's kind of become a background character if I remember. Toolbox, right. Toolbox, Toolbox. 
Was he introduced when Harley Quinn was Jester? Uh, and was like on Batman's team? Maybe. I, I remember his big, his not big Jester, moment. not Jester punchline. Uh, then yeah, I was about to say his big moment was in the punchline storyline. Yeah, he was that ex Joker goon. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. I know who you're talking about. Um, I don't know. Like I said, man, video games, video games can be complicated because there's just so many different ways to do it. And everybody wants the next, this, that, or the other. And it's, it's very easy to get comparative. Um, and it's either you can recreate, do a video game version of a storyline that's already been established or you make your own. That's his name. Yeah, it's like either you can make your own and it be an absolute failure or you do something that's based off an established storyline and then people get pissed off because it wasn't done the way they want it and stuff like that. So as far as video games go, I got nothing. I would like to see more done with the Arkham style formula, though. Um, I, which I'm excited for Arkham Knights. So same. Gotham uh, Knights. We've already had Arkham Knight. Gotham Knights. Thank you. Gotham Knights. Well, here's my question. What about a great name. Gotham Knight. <laughs> it's weird for me because Gotham Knight is all about the Batman psychics coming to Gotham after Batman's killed, but it's not a sequel to Arkham Knight. However. Kill the Justice League is a sequel to Arkham Knight. So even though even though Deadshot in Kill the Justice League is black, but in Arkham City he was white, and it's the oh, same character. No, it's not the same character. It's a diff. Uh, apparently, the other one was an imposter. Okay, they've was already copycat or something like that. Yeah, it was like he okay. was the, the one that was in the Arkham games was a copycat. And the one in Kill the Justice League is the actual uh, dead shot. Okay. Mm. Because I'm sitting here like this This makes no sense. Gotham Knights is the perfect setup for a follow-up because it plays like the Arkham games. It's following where Arkham Knight picked up. Why is it, it its own thing and not in the Arkham verse? But Kill the Justice League is. I want to see the Court of Owls. It, Court of yeah. Owls is in yes. Gotham Knights. I know, I know. Yeah, I want to see excited. how they do. I, I want to know how they. I want to see how they do it. I want to see Talon. Yeah. I kind of hope Talon becomes a playable character after you beat the main story. Oh yeah, God, please, like some cool. DLC. Yeah, please. Oh. All right. So for mine, I'm gonna go on my video game. So when I was thinking about this video game, I ended up end up making a trilogy, like the Batman Arkham games. All right. So I want to see a Green Lantern game. And in in the in my game, the first game is the Green Lanterns versus Sinestro, and Sinestro leaves at the beginning, and then he goes and becomes the Yellow Lantern, and like starts out the Yellow Lantern Corps, and then you oh. so you got to end up fighting all the Yellow Lantern Corps, right? I'm gonna right. shut up because I I have a theory where you're going with this, and I want to see if I'm right. So that that's in the first game. So mm-hmm. the first game obviously ends with you beating Sinestro, right? Mm-hmm. Second game. The second game is about the Red Lanterns. Mm-hmm. And so in the game, like near the beginning, you or like midway through the game, you fight Atrocitus 
and then he like beats the living hell out of you right and then you have to team up with the blue lanterns to end up fighting the red lanterns and that Mm -hmm. and that so that's the end of that game the third game is the black lantern core and so then you see all these uh black lantern uh characters of all these other superheroes and stuff i knew it i knew i knew that's where you were gonna go and it ties in so then like you see ties into the other games and stuff like that and you to beat the uh to beat the black lantern dude uh you team up with sinestro (laughs) okay play that so i think i know who should play green lantern ryan reynolds (laughs) No, I agree. I agree. Give him the redemption. Give him the redemption that he deserves. And just an amazing, uh, amazing Green Lantern game. Just make. I mean, even Rocksteady could make it if they wanted to, or someone. Okay, so I knew, I knew that it was the direction you were going to go. You were going to go with the final installment being pretty much Blackest Night. Yeah, I am all for it. I, I really am because I love, I love the Color Wars. I love uh, the Blackest Night uh comic um just just putting it out there listeners when he said color wars he's talking about <laughs> the lantern core just we we i know what right now it's three white guys talking about the colored wars it's not what you think three white southern men talking about the colored wars it's not what you think i swear also want to be Cut. cool in the first game if you just have to go like you get this distress call and you go off on the side away from the main mission for a minute and it you have to fight larfalis the orange lantern <laughs> you know I actually it's like so I, 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 I do think i do think there needs to be like yeah larfries uh obviously obviously Random. when you're going obviously when you're going after the uh obviously when you're going after the uh red lanterns dexter has to be in there oh right. god yeah he's a good kitty he is a great kitty god his story yeah when I read that, I was so mad I was in tears. Like, that's how you know I'm mad mad is like when I'm crying because I'm so angry, that's how you know I was angry. And like, it doesn't matter how much of a monster Atrocitus is. Atrocitus is the good guy in the story of Dexter. Yeah. Because out of everyone in the entire DC universe that could have saved that poor kitty. Atrocitus did it. And And Atrocitus loves that cat. And Atrocitus loves that cat. Like, Dexter is his little bonus power in Injustice 2. In the comic, uh, Atrocitus and Lobo fought through all kinds of hell because Lobo kicked Dexter. It is... Those two are a great duo. Yeah, that was the only time that I've ever been mad at Lobo. Yeah. Only time I've ever been mad at Lobo. But with it being Lobo, you knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen, and I I still was mad. Oh, yeah. I was still very upset about it. Um, No... if we're doing black, if we're doing the black lanterns, I think we need to see the white lanterns. Then the white lantern core, uh, Hal Jordan, uh, become the, the white lantern at the end of the black, the third one. 
like yeah fighting the i'm gonna i'm gonna say something that might be a little controversial i'm tired of hal jordan i am too i am too that like it's going because i grew up on john stewart in thank the- you like john stewart you could just be john stewart yeah no I'm somebody somebody how- made somebody made a movie poster a long time ago right of 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 um tyrese gibson as john stewart and to this yeah. day i am stuck that that is who needs to play john stewart like i'm just I, I understand why people like Hal Jordan, but John Stewart is just so, John Stewart's a better character. He's not John even, Stewart did not hook up with a thirteen-year-old. I'm gonna I'm gonna remind people of that till the day I die. Right. That's and then Guy Gardner's all right. Like Guy Gardner's good. Kyle Rayner's. Guy Gardner's Kyle cool. Rainer's everybody a, likes Kyle Rayner. John Stewart over everybody, though. Yeah. Uh, I I disagree. I disagree. I disagree. Only because I say this. Choose think, your next words carefully. Yeah. I think. Just, I, think <laughs> I Jessica, don't know why you've been holding I, those. By the I way. think just. I think Jessica Cruz needs a. I think Jessica Cruz needs needs more time in the spotlight. She's a new green lan- She's a new green. She's a new Green Lantern, but I like her. Yeah. Cool. All right. Let's uh, move on to the finish <laughs> or start to wrap this up. Uh, oh, yeah. So we got uh, some first impressions here. Um, so as you guys know, if you listen to the last episode that Kyle was on, um, I watched the Evil Dead movies, the first three. And so since Kyle was coming back, I knew that there was a series. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to watch this. And so I've only watched the first episode, but I've watched the first episode of Ash versus Evil Dead. It is so good. Here we go. So I started rewatching it. Uh, I'm still on season one, but I think I'm close to the end of season one. I think I've only got a couple of episodes of season one. left. I, I know how the season ends. I hate how it ends because it wasn't supposed to end that way. Mm. Okay. Like, now- I, Remember, Nick, you have two Evil Dead fans listening to your words right now. No, uh, I'm I'm just going to say this, Nick. The only reason the ending of this show is bad is because it got canceled and it didn't get picked up for the next season they wanted to do. On season they three? They wanted to do... Say what? On season three, it ends weird, is what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Like, it ends okay... But when you go into it knowing there was supposed to be another season and what they were going to do with the ne- another season, oh, I'm kind of I'm kind of surprised that it didn't that it got canceled because the reviews for the show are amazing. It, it when it first came out, the reviews didn't do the uh, ratings didn't do so good. Like not a lot of, oh. enough people were watching it. It's become a cult classic. Got you. Sadly, yeah. So this picks up what was it like thirty years after, uh, after Army of Darkness. After Army of Darkness, so it's a uh, obviously a sequel to all those movies, and uh, Ash is now working. He's not working at S Mart. What's the uh, like something other Mart or something like Mega Mart or something like some other store? Yeah, because uh, I-, I can't say why. That's spoilers for later on. Oh, well, okay. A lot of people miss why it's spoilers. 
but and so apparently uh he gets really like high and with, <laughs> with this girl <laughs> and he's like talking to her about the dead eye book and or the book of the dead and because it's a poetry book yes yeah, a poetry book so he starts reading from it like an idiot and so stuff starts happening again and uh so but then ladies and up, gentlemen our hero yep so it's really good um and so that's basically that's all really you really need to know going in i mean that's pretty yeah. much it and the first episode doesn't have a whole lot to it other than that just the setup of it you know see where ash is now pretty much in the same exact place where we left them <laughs> living in a, tra- a trailer like peacekeeper <laughs> or yeah. peacemaker dang dang i do that every time uh, uh and so he you know working in a, a job that like he was 30 years ago uh you know living his one-handed life and uh so which is exactly what you want to see what's great about it though is that they still film it like the same style that the movies are filmed in like the whole Mm -hmm. camera going zooming and stuff like that and going through and all they use the same cheesy effects that they used in the 70s or whatever in in this 2000 and something show so i really enjoyed that um bit there are plenty of callbacks to the uh yeah to the three movies and this it's it's a really good character look into ash because you the first movie was ash young and naive the second movie was ash uh he's kind of been through this shit already the third movie is where ash is how everyone pictures you know the guy duke nukem ripped off of and then (laughs) and then and then that show he's a that show he's a badass like he's just like oh this dude is like so washed out he's just like a freaking druggy and whatever and just living in this trailer and, and then whenever the stuff starts happening in the trailer and then he just like just they just starts hitting all the buttons and stuff and the gun the fucking boomstick pops up and he's just like i was like yeah here we go <laughs> this is the good stuff ash just wanted to be left alone he just whenever the deadites start coming back he didn't even want to deal with them no nope, he, just he was just got... like nope i'm done i'm just gonna yeah. i'm not just walking away and then he wanted to live a peaceful life with his lizard, and that was it. That's just it was good. So good. I'm expecting more of badass Ash in the rest of the season. There's three seasons, ten episodes each, I believe. I think this was yeah. on Stars or something, right? Stars. Yeah. Anyways, so you know, guys, when I do these first impressions, I talk about the tomato meter, the Rotten Tomato score. Not that I give a shit about those, but just something I can base my um, score on. The uh, tomato meter is a 99% for Ash versus Evil Dead. And the audience score is a 94. So, and of course I do my scores in tens. So this technically would be a 10 because I round would round up for this 99, 10 perfect score from the critics and a 9.5 from audience. I'm going to go with a 9.5 right now. And that's only because I'm going to go, oh, that's what I'm going to go with is 9.5. Um, that's my first impression because I don't give stuff tens because that's perfection and I, I don't think yeah. that anything's perfect. So why did my email just went out? Sorry. 
Oh, because my Microsoft Office is being updated, apparently, or something. Oh. Uh, anyways, sorry, uh, working at the same time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, guys, I, I loved it. I loved it, and I can't wait to watch it all. Like I was like, I cannot watch any more episodes. I am just waiting until we record. And But this afternoon, after I uh, edit Helen Crypto Zoomology, New episode. I'm gonna be watching more Ash versus Evil Dead because it's it's yeah. amazing, so good. And just remember, fr- May Friday the Thirteenth, the Evil Dead game comes out. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. I've already I already got the deluxe edition pre-ordered, pre-downloaded to my Xbox. So as soon as we're done with uh that uh, that month episode of Misfortune, I'm gonna go play it. Hell yeah, that's gonna be the remainder of my night. Nice. So um. Also, I was going to tell you guys, um, you do know when Multiverse Madness comes out on the May the 6th, Moon Knight ends two days before that. So technically, when we do that, we could talk about Moon Knight as well. Um, I need to watch episode four. I, I've caught up except for episode four. I need to watch it. God, episode four. Oh, my God. Best thing I've ever seen. One of the best things I've ever seen from Marvel. So good. So good. Uh, do you have anything to add to the Ash versus Evil Dead? After you watch it, or when you're sitting around not doing anything, give the musical a listen. Oh, I have that on my Spotify list. The, the Evil Dead musical, like, you're not going to walk away with a song stuck in your head, but it's still a fun time. Nathan, anything to add? You got a little something on your on your nose, buddy. Groovy. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all. That's all you had. That's all. That's, that's it. All you know. That's all I got. That's all I need. That's all I need. Definitely, definitely all I need. Okay. Sorry, you guys. You guys are talking about Evil Dead, and I'm over here. I've got X Mortis going on in my head. Hell yeah! So uh, another movie that I watched is on HBO Max. It's called Nightmare Alley. And I picked this, and and I figured that neither one of you have watched it. Um, I actually picked this because I thought it was a horror movie. It is not a horror movie. <laughs> it is about a in the set in the 40s. Uh, and it, apparently it not it has now I could name all the real actors' names, but it has a lot of MCU people in it. So it's got uh it's got freaking Rocket. Uh Bradley Cooper's the main character in it. It's got um Hellboy in it. Uh, Ron Perlman's in the movie. I was about to say, there's two Hellboys now. Ron Perlman is in the, the movie. Good one. The, the, the good act, one. Yeah, the there actual, you go. The, the good actual one. Hellboys in the movie. The um, we'll, we'll dive more into that on uh, Sunday's episode of Crypto when we talk about horror movies and their remakes. When I go over Hellboy in the Hellboy remake. <laughs> oh, I've got words about oh, that one. I want to be a part of that. We Green wanted Goblin. to invite you, but we record at five and you'd be at work. Sunday was the only day we could do it because I would be off and we wouldn't have to worry about time limit. Damn it, work! So, Nick, Sunday, you're probably going to get a long episode of Kurt because I think, I know Truett's going to come on there too. And I think Lorna's going to either invite Jeremy or she's invited Jeremy, so he might be on it. So, it's going to be a long episode. Oh. Oh, Nathan, that's so sad. Um, we're still planning on you for Nessie. I wanted to talk about I wanted to talk about the shape of water and how it's a Hellboy movie, but not a Hellboy movie. (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, Green Goblin's also in the movie Nightmare Alley. Green Goblin's in it, so William Defoe's, Defoe's in it. Defoe? Oh, that's and awesome. also, I was about to say good Green Goblin or other Green Goblin. <laughs> There's only whenever one Green I Goblin in my this, book, so whenever I say the people, I mean the good people. So just okay. FYI, <laughs> I wouldn't even remember that Dane DeHaan was Green Goblin yeah. uh, or whatever uh, dude, whoever played his dad. Uh, anyways, uh, and also Kate Blanchett's in it, so Hello's in it as well. There's a lot of Marvel people in that. Yeah. And the movie. You know what else had a lot of Marvel people in it? Marvel movies? Scott Pilgrim. Oh, yeah. Um, so Nightmare Alley is about a guy who's a who who becomes a carny and falls around a traveling circus and learns from how to be a mentalist. Uh, like, you know, someone that just like can read people or whatever and knows about their lives and stuff and can talk to the dead and whatever this stuff anyway and it's everything's a hoax and whatever and so he just learns the tricks of the trade and stuff like that and basically like ends up making his own act and then gets in bed with the wrong people or whatever and kind of tries to fake over screw over some guy i'm sorry i i just looked at the thing nick sent me <laughs> that's horrible and i love it <laughs> he sent it to me too yeah okay. i had to, yeah i had to stifle a chuckle it was good it oh. was funny <laughs> good job <laughs> uh, i just saw that whenever i was looking at my phone while ago and i was like yeah i'm gonna send that to them uh anyways nightmare alley i that's all really i can say about it um that's all i really want really want to say about it well, I kind of wanted to go into it because I wanted to watch a horror movie, but now I'm just like, huh? Yeah, I, I thought it was a horror, horror movie. movie. I thought it was a horror movie I, because, you know, well, first impressions, I try to go in blind as possible and I didn't know anything about it. So I literally right. didn't even look up the description of it. So I just assumed Nightmare Alley seems like a horror film to me. Not, it's not one. Um, it has a um, tomato meter of 80, which would be an eight. And then the critic score um, is a 68, so 6.5 or 6.7. I'm going to go with a 5. It was a very mediocre movie to me. It was one of those movies that, you know, a lot of people will like and then I won't like. So, and just, it just, I don't know, just was kind of boring to me. Right. I didn't really care for it. Kind of upset that I, uh, to be honest, you watched it. I watched it. <laughs> Uh, I don't recommend it, but it, you may watch it. Everyone allowed their own opinion, but uh, that's about I, it. I, I don't think I'm going to watch it now that I know it's not a horror movie. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. Uh, but anyways, before we wrap this up, Kyle, you want to do a first impression real quick. And if you would go ahead and get that out of the way so we could wrap this oh, up. Yeah. So Nick and I both got the playtest book for the Marvel uh, Multiverse tabletop RPG. And Nick, have you finished reading through it, trying to nope. learn how to play the game? Nope. I am a guy who has been playing tabletop RPG games for almost 20 years now, which, you know, I feel the gray hair when I say that. This game is a mess. Good mess or bad mess? It's a mess. It is right in the middle mess. Like... Ooh. There's good things there. I, I looked, 
I had to look it up some. Apparently, the I'm gonna let you talk about this, by the way, and I'll be right back. My power just okay. went out. So. Oh, I just thought you turned off the light for ambience. No. Nope. Okay. So they're using the D six one six system, which I thought they were just using because it's a clever little nod to Marvel's six one six main cannon. Apparently, this is an actual system that's used for a lot of the Star Wars tabletop games and some other ones. It, I, I've played this, or I have tried to play the Star Wars tabletop. I was not a fan of it. And so what happens is you roll 3d6, which is the basic normal dice. One of the dice is the marble dice. So you need to have it look different. The best roll you can get in the game is... Uh, two sixes on the normal dice and then a one on the reg- on the marble dice. That's the best roll. If you get three ones, that's the worst roll. It's really confusing. And then the problem I have with it, looking at the character creation and the pre-made characters, it feels like some characters have a cutoff point way before other players. Like, Let's say, for example, I was playing Doctor Strange and Nathan was playing Punisher. The game goes from rank 1 to 25. You can start at whatever rank you want. Uh, But Nathan playing as the Punisher, by rank 25, he's just going to shoot gun good. Me playing Doctor Strange, I'm going to be bending time, things like that. So it feels like some... It's not balanced. Yeah. And other people have read through it. Like, I've watched YouTube videos. Some people are all for it. But I know Lorna wants to create a character that is based... It's her OC that is a Blade sidekick. And I love it. I, I think that's an awesome idea. But... If she's playing that character and then someone else is playing like uh, Captain Marvel, well, it's going to feel like Lorna, unless Lorna becomes a magic character, it feels like she's getting kind of screwed over with what she gets out of it. It's just more swing sword good, shoot gun better. And these other people are flying around. And, like, the rank system is weird because it's, like, Daredevil is rank five. That's the uh, street-level characters like Daredevil, Punisher, so on and so forth. By rank five, you shouldn't be encountering those characters anymore. Rank ten is Avengers uh, X-Men characters like Wolverine, Captain America. Rank 15 is... Hulk, Juggernaut, uh, and characters like that, you know, more upper class characters. And then rank 25 or something like that is the Cosmic, Silver Surfer, Captain Marvel. It's just, I don't think this is going to be a game I'm going to get into. Yeah. They they really tried to make it into uh, D&D without being D&D because you can pick your character's background there's stats there's all kinds of stuff but if if this is how the game's going to come out like i'm glad this is a play test book but 
Honestly, I don't think this is going to be a game I'm going to get into. The problem is with this is it is a play test, but there might not be enough criticism on the play test to make the game better and more right. balanced. And that's something that I'm worried about because right now it sounds sounds lazy it it sounds lazy it's very unbalanced yeah it just doesn't it it just doesn't seem like there would be any fun outside of certain characters right. um because like lorna i have a i haven't i have a marvel oc he's an x-men his name is stopwatch um and I don't see stopwatch being a, a, a I, I see stopwatch being an extremely complicated character uh, to make and using the formula that you've described, it seems almost impossible. Yeah. It, it not only, not only though is, does it feel lazy? It definitely also seems like it's almost overly complicated. I, one of the rules in the book, like when you're reading through it is, Make sure you have somebody that played tabletop games before. This no, not, this game does not feel new, like user. No, you should all. not. No, 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 no. You want to make a if you want to make a solid tabletop game, it needs to be able to cater to to tabletop veterans as well as new people because yeah. you want you, you honestly want your game to be somebody's introductory in a tabletop yeah. because there's so many out there there's so many to choose from and from a marketing standpoint you want yours to stand out you want yours to be what they would choose you want yours to catch their interest and if you make your game where it is only catered to a certain level of player there i mean it already seems like it sounds to me like it's destined to fail. I'll tell you a tabletop game that I'm excited to try, and I do want to get the books for it. And when I do get the books for it, oh boy, you think Misfortunes was fun? We're going to do our <laughs> podcast on it. It's going to be Bunkers and Badasses. Oh, the Borderlands. I'm actually looking into getting it because you can get the physical set and I'm going to do it. I'm going to get the deluxe edition that has the books, the, the, the dungeon. I, I know for a everything. fact Drew would be on board to do that. And the I whole, would, the I whole kit and caboodle. I would absolutely be in on it. I will be your bunker master. I will absolutely be your bunker master. Nope. When misfortune ends, the next game I'm going to do is monster of the week. That is. And I feel like. Marvel should have done this. It is done using the Powered by the Apocalypse system. It is a simple system that is incredibly user-friendly and it still has so much room for customization. I feel like Marvel should have done this. But the biggest nitpick I have for this game, and this is very Kyle being bitchy about this, <laughs> all tabletop games the person running the game has a title. In D&D, it's the Dungeon Master. Uh, I guess in the Borderlands one, it's the Bunker Master, uh, Keeper, things like that. In this one, it's the Narrator. That feels like the most basic name they could go on with. 
I didn't think I was the watcher. That's what I was saying. Yeah. You have a Marvel character that is built for this. They are not to, they are to tell the story, but not interact. That's how Dungeons Masters are. Why not call us the watcher? That is the perfect title. It gives, it makes you feel connected to the Marvel world. The narrator could be used for anything. Kyle, 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 Kyle. All right. Kyle, All right. Well, that, that's enough on the Marvel. So at the end of the book, they do have, I don't know if you said this, they do have a pre-made adventure. Yes. Um, And I think we're going to get a group together and do that. Just to, we're gonna, it has pre, it has pre-made 11 characters. pre-made characters and a quick pre-made adventure. We're going to try it at some point. Uh, I just, I don't, maybe in May when I get my May schedule, May, uh, we probably won't do it in July because I have a family vacation then. So maybe G- May or June, but I'm, I'm not putting much faith into this game. Like I'm going to go in and try to make the game fun for everyone that plays, but I don't have much faith in it. Part and of me it's wants- sad because I was really excited for this. There are people on YouTube and the inter- and internet who are hyping this up that love this system because they come from the Star Wars games and things like that. They know how to run this. They are used to this kind of stuff. But if you're not coming from those systems, this is incredibly complicated and yeah. my head still hurts trying to figure this out. And the the playbook is the test book is small. That's the scary part. It's only like 120 pages long. It is a small book. That is tiny. But my head still hurts trying to figure it out. Yeah. All right, guys. Oh. Well, that is the show for today. I want to <laughs> thank you. <laughs> That's how we're gonna we end can't it. end it on a downer like that. We got Nathan, knock knock. Who's there? Door mom. Door mom who? <laughs> Door mom who I've come to bargain. <laughs> so bad. Thank you, dad. I told you I would tell. Uh, my dad uh, My dad called me last night on work, on my way to work, so excited to tell me that joke. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to wrap it up. Thanks so much for appearing on the sleep. show. And go get some sleep, Kyle. Yes. Nathan, you, just... Nick. Just Thank get you, out of Nathan. here. Just get out of here, Nathan. <laughs> Go. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Yeah, 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 yeah. One time. Get him with him. Get him with him. One time.
that booty popping in the thong While she chilling at the beach, don't know what a day all means That be on fear to the team, impossible it may seem I'ma shoot this iconic pink positive thighs I shall bring Limbo on my shoulder so I can feel Wanna shine so Cause it's my Let's time. Go. It's my Let's destiny. Go.